Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode eight of My Teenage as a Podcast. As always, I'm one of your hosts, Kyle. And I'm your other host, Jamie. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening again today, because this week we have a big, big episode, only because this is some Radio Free Roscoe gold. And if you've never tuned into the show before, um, well, first off, thanks for joining in. And otherwise, uh, this is a show where we're talking about uh, teen dramas, childhood shows, all from our, uh, you know, our past, our formative years. And the first show we're covering on My Teen Inks as a podcast is, of course, Radio Free Roscoe. And we're on the second season of the show, and we're we're well, we're wrapping up the second season here. Jamie, how are you feeling? Already, right? how are you feeling right now? Oh my god, I am fired up. Those these episodes <laughs> are wild. I am, I, I I can't even describe it. Like we got it, we got to dive in because I have feelings I must share. Yeah, I think uh, me and Jamie were both talking about the possibility of this episode going way too long so we are going to try our absolute best i promise to keep this um as concise as we possibly can because we are covering four episodes today normally we cover three episodes uh in a podcast week to week but um you know there's four at the end of the to end off the season and we figured this just makes the most sense so we're doing four there was no way to separate these episodes either like you cannot watch like you can't watch some without the the rest like we had to do them all that's the thing yeah it's pretty much a three-parter honestly there's like the fourth last episode and then it's like a three-parter i mean i guess if anything we could have done four episodes last week but that just didn't feel right you know so that sounds like something we could have planned earlier and we didn't so here we, we are we definitely did not um but anyhow let's um let's just let's just get on into it let's do it i'm gonna let's do it I've literally started a timer here just to make sure we don't go on for years at a length's notice and I can't talk already. Great. For the listeners out there, I just ate a huge lasagna to myself and honestly... Okay, calm down, Garfield. I'm not in the best shape, but I have a thing of coffee here that will hopefully uh, counteract that. Jamie, do you want... <laughs> Do you want to attempt to read this lengthy synopsis for the first episode? What happened? <laughs> what happened between the... So Kyle and I have a good time. We have a good giggle about the summaries on the Wikipedia. They're usually... I mean, like, they're good. They don't... They they tell you, I guess, what you need to know. Some are, are lengthier than others. Whoever took over writing summaries between the last episode and this one... Like... wrote a wrote a novel something's changed (laughs) something's changed they knew i mean they knew these next episodes were fire and they were like i gotta get it all out of the summary i still i still have major respect for whoever puts time into the radio fierosco wikipedia page so thank you very much (laughs) shout out to that person all right so this is uh season two episode 10 the bad boy which uh previewed previewed which aired march 5th 2004 all right so (laughs) Good Robbie year. is dismayed when Principal Waller assigns him to star in a video based on the day in the life of a model student. How can Robbie be perceived as such a goody-goody when his alter ego is question mark? Robbie tries to change his reputation when he realizes that his partner on the project is an attractive, artsy, and rebellious media student by the name of Sydney. Ray finds and then loses his lucky charm and then goes on a bad luck streak. Travis tries to convince him it's all in his head, but suddenly he's incredibly unlucky. RFR is devoted to the subject of luck and superstition. When Travis plays a mean joke on Ray, their fortunes reverse. Ray finds his lucky charm, and Travis believes he's cursed by bad karma. Wow. And Lily doesn't exist. And Lily does not exist. 
Lily is basically just Travis's so, side piece. We, I don't think, we don't even have to cover the episode. You got all the details you needed. Yeah, right moving on. Uh, on to the next. <laughs> no, this is like a really, this is a iconic episode. It's true. So, it is. So as Jamie mentioned in the, in the lengthy uh, essay there. <laughs> Chapter does, one. It features uh, a girl named Sydney, our character named Sydney in the show here. Uh, and this is played by none other than Sky Sweetnam, who we won't go into great detail about because I believe. Because we already have. I think it was episode two, maybe three. <laughs> I think it was three, actually. Episode three. We went, we did a deep dive into Sky Sweetnam. So <laughs> you can listen to that if you'd like to. Um that being said, though, the reason it's of any importance really is because Sky Sweetnam was and still is a musician, a Canadian musician, and she also sings the theme song to RFR. So even then when this episode, when I first saw this episode, this was kind of like a cool, like, I don't know. I feel like I'd never seen like the singer of a show be in the show before. It's pretty uncommon. Can't, even. I can't remember if I like when watching it, if I like recognized her. Because I did, I knew what she looked like. I'd seen her music videos, but I can't remember if I recognized her. And we were, and my sister and I being like, hey, wait, like, wait, isn't that, like, we don't know. And then at the end of the episode, when I like, when like the credits roll and it has like guest starring and we were like, oh my God, it was her. So yeah, that's, I, I do kind of remember that. So that's absolutely, I think the same way this went for me, because I think I had even maybe seen the whole episode once over and was kind of thought that to myself, but then saw like a rerun and noticed and like waited for the credits to like confirm yeah. that. This absolutely. was like pre IMDB days. So you had to wait for the credits to roll. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure these things existed, but even then in 2004, our, how old were we? Our 10-year-old minds just didn't think yeah. to do that, I guess. You think um, I was going to leave Neopets to check IMDb? <laughs> Absolutely not. No, definitely not. She also transferred from Riverdale. <laughs> did you catch that? I did. <laughs> which is which Was is it funny. Riverdale? Yeah. And I, I think like, you know, in 2004, 2003, whenever, when this was getting written, that was probably like a fun nod to like the Archie comics. But in 2020, when you reference Riverdale, it's a very, very different beast. Like you're just... I you don't want to reference Riverdale on purpose. I don't know. That show, I've actually heard, I think I might enjoy that show now because I've heard it's just so batshit crazy and like off the right. wall that I might actually I, get something like, out of it. I loved Gossip Girl right till the very end. I loved and hated Gossip Girl right till the very end. So I feel like I watched the first season of uh, Riverdale and I don't know, I, I fell off the way again. I'm sure if I tried watching it again, I'd probably get some get some yucks out of it but isn't cole sprouse we're not talking about riverdale right now though kyle okay. we're talking about radio free roscoe understood thank you um <laughs> <laughs> well the reason i bring up riverdale is because es essentially as soon as the episode begins we see robbie noticing uh sydney in the hallway of course played by it's sky Sweden. so it's so dramatic who's that how come I've never noticed her before? Sydney DeLuca. And I have to give who, who is that? I gotta give credit to the to the production team behind the show because they do somehow make it feel as if she is standing out in this crowd of just like nameless people who we see episode to episode. But for some reason when they when they like point the camera on Sydney, she's really she's really standing out. I guess she's the only girl wearing black that might have <gasps> to do with it. She's like your I guess she's like a goth that, girl, kind that of. goth chick? And of yeah, this is like really funny. There's some cool stuff about this because like it has a couple different tropes where it's like, I don't know, the straight laced guy falls for like the goth chick, but then also like the goth chick falls for like the straight laced mm -hmm. guy, but she doesn't really actually like that. She wants him to be a bad boy. We'll get into that later. But <laughs> I, I do find that that's a pretty funny like 
that's a funny way to open up this episode and kind of weave that into Robbie's, I don't know, character. Uh, yeah. The, the, that's the A plot of the episode. The B plot of the episode is actually something I quite enjoy. And this is mm-hmm. Ray with his lucky uh, baseball card. Yeah. Which he finds while rummaging through his, his parents' house. And he decides that... He was, he was looking for Easter eggs because you never know. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> and he also determines that being eight years old was the best year of his life. And I, I mean, honestly, it probably was for me too. Like when you're eight years old, like you got everything set. You have absolutely not a single worry. If anything, it's all been, it's been downhill from there. But nonetheless, he finds this baseball card and he is just confident in the fact that it gives him, you know, good luck. And it already gave him three sodas out of the vending machine, which I mean, that is... Sounds like a broken vending machine to me. But always a good feeling, nonetheless, of how broken the machine is. But of course, we have we have Travis, who is Your just... Your boy, Mr. Buzzkill. He's just really <laughs> trying to rain on Ray's parade. And oh, trust me, he will continue to do so. I wrote, I was like, of course, Travis doesn't believe in a lucky baseball card. Of course. Yeah. Why, why would he? I don't know. It's... Like, it's funny because up until this point, like Travis ha- has always been like, you know, contrarian in a lot of ways and a very like realistic person. He doesn't force his beliefs or non-beliefs on his friends so much, you know? He doesn't force, I don't know. I uh, Yes and no. Like, it's not like he like right. says like, you know, you need to be my friend if you want to like, uh, you have to do, you have to follow yeah. Buddhism if you want to be my friend. But at the same time. Yeah. You know, he basically neglects any way any of his friends are feeling unless they don't follow Buddhism. So it's like a little. <laughs> okay, fair. It's a Sometimes. little. It's a little back and forth on that. And yeah, you're right. Of course, he doesn't believe in, I guess, luck. I suppose, generally speaking, he believes in karma. He, he doesn't be- believe in luck. He believes in karma. Right, which is very valid, and I think uh, there's a lot more evidence to suggest that. I suppose, to some extent, if you believe in that. And yeah, that's that's the B plot. And I need to make it very clear that I find this B plot to be so memorable in my brain. Like, and this mm-hmm. was the beginning of because these next four episodes all kind of have this feeling for me. Like, yeah, like there's been ones we've we've covered in the past already that are like so etched in my brain. But like these four specifically are like just like coincidental mm-hmm. RFR episodes, quintessential. Sorry. I didn't realize it was like the following three i didn't realize they were three separate episodes because they all blend in i knew there was at least two in there but like i yeah it all blends in my brain yeah well anyways let's get into it a little bit so robbie is chosen to be you know the subject of this video for the models to be a model student i guess that walder wants to make to sort of promote to i don't know shareholders or like other schools no or he something. wants no it's for the it's for the following oh right for the next class. the next group yeah, yeah, yeah the next the next class um and robbie is a little i guess he's pissed off by the fact that he thinks that wheeler thinks he's such a goody two-shoes or that he's such an organized person i suppose which is I mean, I guess I understand the sentiment of him being upset about that, but like Robbie is just a very well-rounded he, person that it makes sense. Like, yeah, he like he he absolutely is that person, but like you don't want your principal to notice, you know? Absolutely, you don't you don't want it to be that obvious. Like you can be that friend with a, but you don't want like the, you know, your teachers or whatever to be like, oh, 
best kid right here. Well, especially when you're 14. Yeah. When you're 14, you want to... especially when you run an underground radio station, you know? And that's the best part about Robbie is that he is, like, he always wants to, like, fight the power, but in his heart, he just... He just wants to be like accepted. I think you know, like it's it's really it's really kind it's of so cute. relatable. Yeah, so relatable. I, I, like in my mind, he's like, yeah, he's he's very well rounded in that regard, and fair enough for him to be upset about it. But he, you know, agrees to it, and he finds out that the person, this media professional or media, what do they say, media scholar, the best person who's like the highest grades in media class or whatever. She's just she's just really good in media class. Yeah, she, she can hold a camera. She can hold a camera. No one else can apparently. And she is the one who will be filming Robbie. And so Robbie is initially kind of like nervous around her because he's got like a crush on her, I guess, or he finds her yeah. interesting yeah. and or maybe a little intimidating in like a hot way. <laughs> and so he's like, <laughs> he's not really sure where this is going to lead and how to go about it. And immediately she wants him to skip class so that they can go and film. And that's when that's when <laughs> this A plot gets really really ridiculous especially in like the the dialogue because sydney has her signature similar to um oh god miss miscommunications uh okay mm. she has a yeah. tia 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 um yeah dude first you need to chill and then just wing it so she really wants Robbie just to skip class and just focus on this project just for the f- next four days. Keep that in mind. This yeah, she says. She says this is. She's like, oh, the only reason I agreed to this was so that I can skip class. Which honestly, fair. I kind of understand big time. So fair enough. Then they embark on this project together, and immediately Robbie is just trying to kind of like play by the books, kind of just like oh my god, intro. You know, this video for this. Uh, you know this next group of kids coming into the school trying to set a good example trying to set a good example and and cindy's like no like you need to you know just you know have a little bit more personality and she really grabs a marker and writes anarchy rules oh my god on a cougar radio (laughs) poster so then it says cougar anarchy rules yeah it's um it's insane and this might be like oh to be 14 and writing anarchy on school signs (laughs) oh my god it's it's funny because it's actually very realistic, you know, like, oh, totally. Because now as an adult, when I look at the concept of anarchy, there's like a lot to like, um, unpack there. <laughs> but when you're 14, you're like, yeah, anarchy, fuck the system, destroy everything, which I mean, I still kind of think is sick, but <laughs> at the same time, like only in that mindset, can you really yeah. think it's a good idea to write anarchy rules on a school poster and like... I don't know. I guess I always associate like the idea of anarchy with like the Sex Pistols, like anarchy in the UK. Yeah, it's like a punk same. mentality, in a lot of ways. Yeah. But- Which we know RFR is the most punk. So <laughs> it is kind of funny that Robbie like really struggles to like kind of show that side of himself initially, like it because he's right. so uh, like he shows it so well through RFR when he's you know uh, anonymous. Well, that that's actually kind of what makes it pretty smart in my mind because like it makes sense that not all like i don't know underground or alternative methods of like being yourself or speaking out have to necessarily be like extreme or fall into su- different like sub subcategories or um counter culture so like mm-hmm. to me that's pretty realistic because i don't know in high school you have a lot of 
you go through a lot of phases, you know, like a lot of kids might only believe in certain things for a little while and they'll move to the next thing and they'll right. move to the next thing. And usually that might be like defined by like what kind of music you listen to or what kind of clothes you wear. Like, totally. but at the same time, a large majority of those kids are kids like Robbie who are kind of like in between all of those things and are trying to make sense of it. And so I, I think that's actually a really good way to approach it because Robbie is that person. Uh, where, like, he doesn't necessarily, like, disagree with what Cindy's doing, but he just doesn't have it in him to, like, do it, you know, first or do it himself. Yeah. And I think totally. he admires that from her. And then he eventually writes, question everything underneath it. Wow. Which, I mean. Deep. He's really a sponge, you know? Like, Robbie will just soak up anything at this <laughs> point. Like, he's like. Hey, miss, hey, question mark, question everything. That's his brand. It is kind of his brand. And I. I don't know. I guess this just adds to the ongoing struggle of like, how do these people in the school not know who question mark right? is? Oh my god! Right. <laughs> but okay. Anyhow. So the best part, the best part is that okay, Sydney, she she gets him to yeah, an- anarchy at Roscoe High. So <laughs> the next day, Robbie shows up. Okay, sorry, we missed the best part. She goes, "Hey," when they meet. "Hey, I'm Sid," and he goes, "Hi, I'm Rob." No. <laughs> Yeah. Just Rob. <laughs> She's like, okay, just Rob. Oh. So Robbie, Robbie's alter ego, not question mark, his alter ego Rob gets to uh, shine in this episode. Oh, does it? So ever? they they start their uh, they start their filming. They 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 do that. He shows up to school the next day, really embracing this new side of himself. And like he's like it, he's weird gangster Robbie now. Is that like yeah, the, like the straight? He's got his hood up. And he's got his, like, he's suddenly talking like an idiot. And he's just like, oh, chill, bro. Um, and it's just, it's just so not, it's not him. And, like, the rest of the gang are just like, hey, Rob, uh, what's going on here? And he has, it's like he's, this- he's lost to the dark side. It's, it's, it's over. Like, he's trying to impress this girl now. He rolls up and, yeah, hey, Lil, this is Lil Trav and Ray. He, you know, he's, <laughs> he's officially, like shortening words and making we're, we're on a one syllable basis <laughs> he's here. making some words a lot longer and mm-hmm. it's uh you know rob is just here chillaxing with his crew right dude that's like totally ghost bro oh what God. does ghost mean i don't know i just made it up wow See, <laughs> iconic but that is so funny because like i get that like i'm honestly <laughs> the kind of person that would do that so <laughs> yeah you're like maybe this will maybe if someone hears me say this it'll catch on yeah i've been trying to like Let's make. Just try. I've been trying to make so many things like catch on for my <laughs> entire life. Uh, it's it's pretty funny and like the best part about it is you immediately know that Robbie is just not himself. <laughs> like yeah, he's so but he's really trying to convince everyone that it is him. That like, yeah. no man, this is really like that. This is what's inside of me. I finally get to show this side of me, and they're all like, uh huh. Well, Sydney, sure, Sydney's falling for it because she doesn't know any different. But of course, his yeah. actual friends are like what's going on man like this does not make any sense and yeah it's sydney of course really likes her bad boys she decides that Mm -hmm. you know he is really bad eventually while they're uh cruising down a hallway on a i think a a rolling chair she Mm -hmm. afterwards gives him a kiss on the cheek very uh (gasps) you know kim carlisle who am i right yeah that's so I don't know the little romance that they have is a little sh- shoehorned in. I'd say like I feel like that almost mm-hmm. didn't need to happen because he was just like 
so excited just to like be around someone totally different. Yeah, he was vibing. That being said, he didn't really fuck with Maggie before, who was our other goth girl. So maybe Quite true. Maybe but was he, she? But was she anarchy? You know? No, Maggie was cooler though. I liked Maggie, and hey, yeah, he shout out Maggie and. <laughs> I don't know. The episode progresses a lot with like little like vignettes or montages of him like recording things. Like they go to yeah. Mickey's and he's reading something called Loner Hero, the new animated novel. Oh and then cool. eventually he just looks at the camera and goes, School sucks, dude. <laughs> I also wrote that down. <laughs> and like, like and, and like the best part this whole time they're just like like they're making this to to give to Waller to show the next class as though as though they're like Although he's not going to watch it beforehand. Like, they don't really mention that as they're right. doing it. They're just like, oh, man, we got to show it. It's really like, we got to show them that it's like. So what they're doing yeah, makes almost cool. no sense. Like, how is this going to fly? Zero sense. But then they yeah. do come up. Waller with... will show it and be like, this is how not to be as a student. Oh, yeah. And of course, Cindy's like, oh, nobody tells it like it is. Like, school doesn't teach you anything. Like, this is a, uh, <laughs> this is a, that's a plot point that's come up a couple times already now. Okay. Kids like man, okay. teenagers are really starting to scare me. The more I watch Radio Free Roscoe. <laughs> okay, what are your what are your thoughts? Sky Sweetenham, a she looks so young. She had to have actually been like fifteen when they were, when they filmed this. Honestly, probably um, yeah. right. Uh, and also, what are your thoughts on her acting? It's not good. She's, it's not good, it's right? Not good, okay, no. but it was. It's, you know, she's <sighs> stick to music. You know. She's really trying her best. You can tell, like you could, yeah, you could tell that she's like someone who has a stage presence. Like she's a, she's a performer. She knows how to, you know, perform, play music. So yeah. she clearly like knows what she should be doing. But it's like, you know, you you can't be good at everything. It's it's just kind of one of those. Like she's not yeah. the best actor in the world. But totally. uh, you can tell that she is really trying. So I'll, I'll uh, you know, I'll give her that. Of course. Um, okay. And these two come together and decide that uh, they'll make two versions of the tape, one to show to Waller and one to show to the school. Which is As honestly, though they will have that power. Which is a very good, like, Scooby-Doo-esque idea. And I like that. But of mm-hmm. course, Robbie has, in the meantime, promised Lily that he will come over that night to help her study for their, I think, sorry, grammar test. Yeah. <laughs> and... Uh, Robbie doesn't show up. He forgets because he's too busy with Sid. And he rolls up to class and Lily's like kind of like peeved. Like, hey, man, like I thought we were going to study. Like you just bailed on me kind of thing. And he's like, oh, oh, sorry. Like, you know, I'll just wing it. I always wing it now. I'm a, I do what I can. I wing everything. And then he rolls out of the class and he's like, dude, grammar sucks. Grammar sucks. <laughs> do you remember grammar class? Grammar class was a well, bullshit. Okay, I was just going to say, I remember grammar class in, like, elementary school. And then in high school, in grade nine, I remember we had language arts. So we didn't quite get English class yet. It was oh, still language yeah, arts. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I a good think. point. I, I think I that's actually, what it was. It's kind of funny. Like, this is almost embarrassing. But, like, I remember, yeah, of course, elementary school, grammar was, like, a somewhat regular thing. And then, like, didn't have grammar anything related for like grade nine at all. But then in grade 10, we had like a grammar unit of like, I don't know, more like intermediate, like expert grammar level stuff. Yeah. And like the whole class was really bad at it. And we had to like do, (laughs) because it like had shown that none of us knew what we were doing when it came to grammar, (laughs) which was embarrassing. But what I try to get at is like taking that like 
two month thing has mm-hmm. that has stuck with me for the rest of my life actually so like i, I i've never been terrible at grammar like i was i was always uh you know on the interweb in in my teens with the like um it's actually y-o-u apostrophe wow. r-e so you're the um, worst. nice try so you are the 100 the, the worst so anyways which is like funny because now i now when i text things to anybody i exclusively write with you are and just makes more sense you, like i just like it's just so much easier anyways um what the school i went to like um my my post-secondary my the community college i guess that i went to uh i went to school to be an administrative assistant essentially and i was in what was essentially a grammar class for like 10 months wow it was called communications i learned everything about how to write a letter how to write an email how to like all that like the very particular stuff like what words you should use see, I <laughs> as like, I explain this and not I, eloquently at all. But see, I love shit like that now. <laughs> well, and the thing is, like, like I love is fine. Oh, I love drafting up a good email. That shit gets me going. <gasps> see, I, Caitlin always makes not, fun of me. Caitlin makes fun of me. I would do my... terrible as an actual, like, I. it's a good thing I don't actually have, like, an, an administrative right. job because, like, I, I did fine. I did totally, like, I did good in all my classes, but, like, what what came with me not much right not much well i mean that's like with any kind of school you can't accept to, you can't ex- like expect to bring everything with you to the grave like some of that's gonna <laughs> some of that's gonna go away but like yeah caitlin always makes fun of me because like my emails are like very very like um hello sir i hope you're having a great evening blah 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 blah, blah. best kyle <laughs> Due, due to, due to the lack darn, of this, oh my Kyle. god! Like I go way overboard with my fucking emails. It's it's a little embarrassing. I was literally I was emailing I today, and like I hate emailing. Emailing gives me anxiety. And I was emailing today about my broken car, and I was like, they weren't being very professional, so I was matching that, and I was just like, well, that's yeah, fair. yeah, cool. The twenty fifth works, and then like two lines down, Jamie, like. That's it. I was not. I wasn't putting any more into it than well, I had to. You got to. You got to match. You got to match it. I, I think that. Yeah. I think that's fine. I think. Um. That's unfortunately, fair. our boy, our boy Robbie might be struggling with that still because he did not do all well his grammar test, which is funny. Yeah, grammar sucks. And he eventually tells Lily that it, <laughs> I can't even say this out loud. That he wants to shake up the establishment, and you know, shakizzle the establishment tizzle. I can barely even <laughs> read out establishment tizzle. Oh my god! Like oh, to be in the year two thousand three. Oh, adding tizzle. I I need to look. Is does gazoogle still exist? Do you know what I'm talking oh about? I I hundred percent know what you're talking about. Oh yeah, yeah. Gazoogle still works. Um, its tagline is for all yo biatches who want to find shiznit amazing <laughs> isn't it timeless oh, oh my god you can get gazoogle t-shirts uh-oh okay um, so um do we want to cap off storyline a or do we want to dive into storyline b uh let's let's cap off a actually okay so uh so they make their video they make their two versions of the video robbie watches it and is like something feels not right this isn't the true me so he hangs behind to watch it again and actually makes his own version of the video, yeah. which Sydney then comes back the next day or whatever and is like, oh, like, you ready to 
like give give this this video to Waller, haha. And he's like, actually, I made my own version. And it's kind of like a mashup of the two. And she was like, oh, you're such a sellout. Yeah. But yeah. then, <laughs> but then he, uh, they, they. Okay, so here's the thing. They, this is for next year's grade nine class, but they also show it to the current grade nine class as though it's like just for your fun peers will judge you like, like your peers will decide if this is a good like a good thing to show i don't know and this video is so honestly it- this video is so embarrassing because like robbie saying robbie saying things like school doesn't have to be borizzle or lame izzle and he's literally playing blackjack with like well this is the video that he cuts this is the video that he this cuts is the video he cuts because he's-, he's like gambling in the cafeteria with like trees and crackers it's, this is if any, if you guys watch this episode or like gonna go through, you have to watch this bit because this shit is so funny. Yeah, it is really funny. And they, so, anyways, the video he, the video he gives is a mix of the two, and I like I had a good laugh honestly because they're like showing this in front of the class, and he you can tell that he like took some of his own videos or whatever, but like it's all these shots of the RFR gang. It's like, and I'm you... like, it's 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 one of those things where it's like they used shots from like previous episodes of the show and tried to make it look like it was like home video type stuff but it's like who took these yeah who took these videos of the of of these guys just hanging out and running by like who this is this is 2003 they didn't they weren't all just sitting there taking videos of each other and also like did did he it also makes it seem like maybe he just went out and recorded all that footage last night and edited it all together in 24 hours which honestly doesn't make any sense no and, yeah. He is in a bunch of the shots. He's wearing the same shirt he's wearing like that day. So I mean, but like realistically, I there's so. no way there's no way he would have got that video ready to watch on that well, small CRT TV in the cafeteria. Well, and I love that it's like, oh, Sydney's our she's our media like she, yeah. she's our big media star, and he's like, actually, I'm just gonna put this video together because it's not that hard. It turns out that Robbie can make a full fledged video in like three minutes. Yeah. So he just <laughs> needed her for the videography, which turns out he didn't because just he just used a lot of shots of his friends yeah unfortunately robbie lost himself in rob you know sydney was a bad influence i mean do we want to get into your comparison because you had a little thought you had some thoughts on uh (laughs) you had some thoughts on rob and robbie (laughs) we'll try we'll try to make this quick maybe maybe it's a hot take i don't know i think you get what i'm saying so i'm like okay robbie the character robbie correct is aubrey graham (laughs) Circuit Degrassi. Okay, okay. Rob is Drake immediately after Degrassi, pretending that Degrassi never happened, and suddenly having an accent even though he's from Toronto. Yeah, Drake really Thoughts. does. Drake tries to do that like strange, like patois all the time, and it's like. But like, so does Justin Bieber. I think it's a thing, you know. Like, I'm right, right, okay, I, I guess. It's still. You're it, from Ontario. It's still a little there, confusing. But... You are like, don't come on. Um. I think I could get behind on this. I mean, like, as an as an old school Drake stan, you know, I like to mm-hmm. think that, you know, if any as a as a Jimmy Brooks stan, as a Jimmy you know? Brooks stan, I mean, if anything, if anything, I think you know, Robbie is Jimmy Brooks, and then you know, Rob right. is Drake. Which, like, I I mean, I mean that too. You know, like I same same thing. That's true. Same I thing. mean, Drake, yeah, Drake has changed a lot, man. That's that's a whole other. That's a whole other podcast, but no, I see This is it. why Kyle and, Kyle and I don't discuss the episode. We try not to discuss anything before we record <laughs> because it just gets, <laughs> it would just get it'll all, it'll all come out. We got to save it. But I did, I did 
I did toss him that hot take and oh man it got me I was like oh tomorrow this, <laughs> when we record tomorrow this is gonna be uh this is gonna be hot tamale <laughs> um yeah okay so yeah they watched this video on a small crt television in the cafeteria it's a lot of fun i remember good times of whole classes watching the smallest television ever in a room did you ever like in elementary school get like (laughs) hoarded into like the gymnasium and everyone's sitting on the floor and then yeah they roll like a little tv so that they can show like a video of like veggie tales i knew because like i do (laughs) i knew exactly what you were gonna say and yes yes i do remember that um Okay, and then to wrap off the B plot, which is just kind of this funny thing going on between uh, Lily, Ray, and Travis. At some point, Travis finds this stolen baseball, or sorry, not this lost baseball card that. Uh, yeah, so he he finds it in like Ray loses it and goes on a on a bad luck spree, which is and funny because like, like the whole it's episode bad like <laughs> the whole episode he is a disaster. He's like trying to like avoid being like I don't even know like a product of bad luck. It's really funny though, like especially when he rolls up into like this rain jacket made out of rubber, but he forgets that he's allergic to rubber. I find that I found that pretty funny, to be honest. It was, it was, it was a very like, you know, like it's such a it's such a gag, right? Where it's like, uh, oh no, I have like I had completely average luck before I found this baseball card again. Right. But now that I've had it and lost it once again, my luck is just awful. And so, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. just just a number of things happen, um, and he's and Travis he's struggling, and then Travis, Travis finds the card in his uh in like the a stack of CDs at the studio, mm-hmm. and is like, haha, here it is. And Lily's like, oh, cool, give it back to him, and he can you know get on with his life. And Travis is like, no, I'm gonna I'm actually gonna prove a point here, and I'm not going to give it back, and because uh, I'm gonna prove that luck isn't real, and then. Lily makes an excellent point where she's like, you are like purposefully like, like not being mean, but like you're purposefully doing something mean to your friend. That sounds like bad karma. And Travis is like, of course not. I'm always right. Lily, don't listen to you. Those are exact his exact words. So, (laughs) (laughs) so it's, I don't know, man. Like he, he's suffering. He's trying to live his life. Travis now. Travis suddenly starts having really bad luck too because of his bad karma of holding holding on to Ray's card. So he finally, after he has some uh, bad luck here and there, what is he? Something happens to his pants. Well, oh, a a science experiment exploded. Yes, and so he he his pants are, I don't know, destroyed, a mess. I don't know. Yeah, the whole idea is that basically Travis, you know, is trying to prove a point or teach ray a lesson but in doing so he, he's kind of being a jerk um and 100%. yeah it, to me this is unfortunately sort of the the beginnings of the downfall of travis but we'll uh we'll get into that how <laughs> um, dare you but also you're not wrong <laughs> let's uh uh let's maybe, so anyways he gives yeah. the, he gives the card back ray gets his good luck again Travis gives the card back, so it's good karma. All is well. The world is is balanced I re- again. I really like this episode. I thought this was a blast. Was I mean, cool. this is one I I absolutely recall very well, and um, I love the B plot actually quite a bit. I know we didn't talk about it mm-hmm. too too much, but it's really funny in my mind. Yeah. And yeah, this guy Sweetnam cameo thing is just it's iconic for for this show. A plus sp- specifically. Yeah. But let's um let's roll on into the next episode. This All right, one buckle in, folks. <laughs> Yeah, this is, this one is a. This I feel is like we need to like stretch or something before we dive in. Oh my god! Yeah, things are really starting to uh, heat up here. So of course, right now we have episode eleven of season two, 
premiered March 12, 2004, titled More Than a Single. And uh, I kept reading it as more than single. Me too. And I was like, yes, what does that yes. Mean? But like, no, it's more than a single. Which specifically. is so funny. I'm going to attempt to read this essay out loud. So bear with me, everyone. Okay. Travis convinces Lily to let him produce one of her songs. Travis is really tough, but Lily realizes that he is bringing out the best of her musical talents. The song is an instant hit in Roscoe, but Lily freaks out when he airs and releases the single under her own name, as opposed to Shady Lane. As the accolades roll in, Lily learns to trust Travis as they grow closer than ever. Robbie and Kim realize that they have a great chemistry and that they debate issues against each other very well on Cougar Radio. Kim sees the on-air potential and asks Robbie to join her in a funny Cougar Radio segment. But it's hard to keep things light and funny when the gang has certain expectations of Robbie and Kim's peers have a certain expectation of her. The two of them must then put aside their differences and concentrate on the shared love of radio. Ray thinks Lily and Travis are secretly <laughs> dating, but later he finds out the truth. Also, Lily does something that she wasn't supposed to do. Like, yeah. Why? So, that got, like, that's so detailed. I love the synopsis there where it just cuts to Ray thinks Lily and Travis are secretly <laughs> dating. <laughs> um, okay, like, yeah, cool. there's a lot to get to. So let's just let's just get into the, the nitty gritty because there, there's arguably two A plots here, honestly. Like, Mm-hmm. There's there's a lot going that on. That carry over for three episodes. Absolutely. So like you're like you just mentioned, Jamie, this episode, you know, is more or less a three parter. This a first part of a three parter. And so it starts off with RFR talking about new music week where they're, you know, playing brand new music. I guess assume like local bands or bands that have sent their music in into RFR to play on the show. Uh, Robbie kind of mentions like, hey, maybe we'll get our you know, RFR's very own Shady Lane to have a single. And Lily just immediately gets like shook, like, Robbie, what the fuck are you doing? You can't just like How say, can my- say that. Oh, my God, I can't. I can't afford that. I can't. Oh, my God. I don't have the I don't have the anything to record a single, which, you know, whatever. She's just uh, uh, she's self-conscious about her music and the fact that she hasn't recorded anything. And it, it just she was triggered. Fair enough. Understood. Um, and the boys are kind of like, oh shit, like, is she okay? But immediately we get the introduction of Kim. She, you know, is <laughs> confronting, no, she's talking about, what was the issue? She had an issue she was talking about on Cougar Radio and then Robbie agrees with her or kind of has like something to like add. He's like, you oh, know it's, what? Yeah. It's like the, the fact that they, you know, can fill the, fill the stands for like oh, a the sports debate, event. Yeah. But the debate team can't even get a full van of fans to come and support them. Which is like a weird, like, hell to die on, Robbie. But okay. <laughs> so uh, Robbie just kind of gets this, like, inkling that he needs to go, like, go see Kim and, like, congratulate her because, like, he, like, liked what she had to say. But while they're in the hallway, they kind of have this moment of, like, oh, thanks. Like, thanks. And then they somehow automatically create opposing crowds near them as they debate yeah. each other in the hallway. Totally normal. And the only thing that like honestly Robbie's kind of roasting Kim but the only thing Kim has over him is the fact that like she's older than him <laughs> that's like that's the it. only thing which we will get to because I don't know if it's this episode don't or the next episode but the last episode <laughs> some shit goes down that really fucked me up so anyway mm-hmm. that's that's for as long as the show's been going on that's what Kim has been holding over Robbie in terms of his he's a ninth grader yeah in terms of his maturity his you know n- I don't know. IQ, everything. She holds everything against him for being sure. for being younger than her. Which whatever. And so we're getting a lot of back and forth. And I'm gonna try and go back and forth in this episode. And then 
after that kind of subsides, we see Lily and Travis in the hallway uh, with, I think the rest of the gang is their first listening to her single. Have they got there yet? No, they haven't. They're just hanging no, no, out. No. They just, they're just hanging out. And who shows up? Oh, right. Audrey. It's Travis's girlfriend. We haven't seen her in fucking who, five episodes. We but. haven't seen her since they started dating. <laughs> so, Which yeah. Which is kind of funny. We finally... It is. It's, I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a classic Kim move where she just disappears until she's relevant again. So, but we remembered for the exact, record. My, we remembered my exact everyone. words. We do. Hey, I, my exact words in my notes are capital letters. Oh, look, it's Audrey. Yeah, exactly. I wrote this. Oh, right. Audrey is Travis's girlfriend. They don't see each other mm-hmm. ever. Ever. Yeah. So, and like that gets, they comment on that. They comment on how it, they, they just, uh, it's hard. Like they're just busy, and like Travis has his little after school gig, you know. And Audrey so, has her has uh, her art, which sounded a little yeah, condescending. I'm not gonna lie, but whatever. <laughs> Anyways, so Lily's listening to new music, whatever, and Travis is like, you know, I could record your single. Like I could do it. I have the ability because I am the master of everything. And of course, yeah, I, my, an- my 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 <laughs> uncle uh, had a recording studio. That I used to hang out in all the time because that's a normal thing and super. It's funny that I never mentioned this till this moment, even though I know you've wanted to make music. But here we are. He's so. been watching him mix tracks for six years because he's fourteen. Because he says eight, yeah. and I always have to do the math. Like, okay, he's been doing this since he was eight, but I mean, <laughs> it's not that long. Well, I guess six years anyway. In my in my head, I because I know that the tra- the, ac- the actor of Travis is older in my head I see Travis as being a year older than them as well but he's like that that's not a thing but like oh. in my head I'm just like he for some reason my like head canon for it all is that he came to high school like a year late because he was right off doing worldly things but like that's not that's not at all the case so anyways well actually I don't know so, is that, has that been confirmed has his age no that's this is fully just my it brain could be, it could be a possibility well these two they decide to like you know actually go through with this lily thinks like oh okay sure like that'd be great and they go Hell on yeah they go to the the studio to use his orange macbook which looks so fucking fire to record. i knew you were gonna comment on the macbook <laughs> it looks so sick i wanted that <laughs> with a sticker over the apple on oh, the back because you gotta you have to and so they record yeah. this this song and yeah, we still don't actually hear the song. We don't hear the song for a while, which kind of actually annoyed me. Like I kept wanting to know what the fuck the song sounded like. But Kay. we do eventually hear it. Listen, so they record this single. And then the next day, uh, Travis is showing it to Robbie and Ray. And Lily's like, how dare you show them without my permission? Because oh, yeah, she's obviously she's still very self-conscious. Out. But they're like, they're like, nah, it's good. Like you, like you did great. And yes, they don't, they don't play it for us. But they go Wasn't back that annoying? To... I want to hear the fucking song. Okay, so like th- I knew what it sounded like. I don't know. It didn't. I get it. But like they they play it later in the episode. Like they so were hyping it up they... way too much. I'll just put it that yeah, way. It's were. a bit of a letdown. And they don't even play the whole exactly the whole song. So they they're on the show and they play the song, and it's like people are loving. It. I don't know. People people love it. So the song is called "Don't Tell Me What to Do." Okay. This episode premiered on March 12th, 2004 Uh with Lily Randall's single, Don't Tell Me What to Do. On March 1st of 2004, Avril Lavigne released the song, Don't Tell Me. Don't try to tell me what to do. That's the one. And it has always in my brain been like, 
these songs came out at the exact same time. Why did they do that? Why did Radio Free Roscoe do this song that was clearly like how, exactly the same? How could they do this to Avril? Come God. on, Family Channel. She's a Canadian treasure. This guilt so, trip anyways. that you put me on. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's that is. Hey, we can't even. <laughs> I've had. I've. I've. There have been some Avril Lavigne songs like in my head lately because of oh. uh tiktok so like mm. i mean i love that there, some of those wrong. lyrics some of those lyrics it's my really, first concert like, huge i met her i met her in uh 2008 oh my god yo i forgot <laughs> about that i saw when i can't remember the first time i saw her it was 2005 like five or something yeah very sick. i do recall very sick the, yeah mm-hmm. that's i mean you're right you're walking a fine line there that's 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 premium canadian content at this time like that is yeah. top of the top and i don't know RFR I, did, writers... I did my research here i had to find where that when the song was released because like in my in my head i know that it was literally like the same time and i was like child me was like it's this it's like the same name how did they like how did they not like think of that like it just offer sophomore album under it... my skin correct that's the one yeah yes good shit that's a oh man that actually that album was pretty fire it's because of good tracks on there. I don't know. I, I. It's also funny that you bring up Avril Lavigne because I always imagine in my head that Shady Lane sounds like Avril Lavigne, but she definitely doesn't. Like, oh god, no, she does not. But I like that's yeah, the vibe, right? It's like, the vibe. That's the like. Even her like. I don't know the that she, she like is trying to dress like her or anything, but, but like kind something of. about her look. Yeah, I would say a little bit, not totally, but there, it's there. Yeah. I feel yeah. like that's just the look. You either look, you're either an Audrey or a Lily, you know. Yeah, I and doesn't Travis know? And this is when, since obviously like the song is getting notoriety and people are excited, and Lily and Travis have been spending time working on the song. This is when Ray starts to be a little concerned, and he's like trying to like, he's like shouting to Travis down the hallway about something or shouting to Lily, and Robbie just straight up says to Ray, "Man, you can't compete with Travis," <laughs> which is such. I a- mean, he is not wrong, but. It's a it's a weird burn, uh, and it's pretty pretty no. pretty rough. And I don't know, R- R- Travis is really he's going all he's pulling out all the stops. He's saying lines like, "Hey, no gem can be polished without some friction." And then Lily's like, "Oh shit, right? What a good line! Like, let's go record that." Let me <laughs> towel myself down real quick. My goodness. Oh my god! I don't know. And then. They're working on the music, obviously. Meanwhile, Robbie and Kim are kind of starting to uh, starting to Clearly. heat up a little bit, uh, you know. Yes, Kim. I love it. I love their little like, like their relationship is based off of them like getting at each other's throats, and I mean that in a not steamy way. Like, I mean, like they literally just like like to fight each other. But they get something they, out of it. It's constructive. They get something yeah. out of it. Like and it's like it's their little secret, right? That like everyone around them sees them fighting. Oh my God. But like they yeah. know. That shit they know. They're is, just like that shit's pretty sick. This is this is fan fiction. That's what that is. Like it is Yeah, it kind like, of it's like enemies to lovers. Oh my god, like insane. Can you believe it? I guess I love at, it. At this point is when uh Kim thinks it's a good idea for them to debate each other. And of course Robbie thinks the same thing. <laughs> and Kim, I don't know, Rob, Kim like asks him to like come on air and do this. And Robbie says something like, hey, I love a challenge, but you'll do. <laughs> and it, and he's he's on the air with her debating. And I think it's so funny. Like the uh, the other three members of RFR here, Robbie on Cougar Radio. And immediately Ray goes, 
has Robbie lost his mind? <laughs> Ray, you were on Cougar Radio like two months ago. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> <laughs> Which does come up later, and I appreciate that. Uh, I guess only only Lily knows about, about yeah. the little, little, little thing going on between Robbie and... Lily only knows at this point, and I don't know. I guess props to Lily for not spilling the beans because I feel like Robbie and Kim's relationship is growing pretty well. It's it's a very it's very cute. He's fraternizing with the enemy, and Lily's like, "Well, that's not my business. Go about your day." Well, little did we know, little did we know that the enemy was under her nose this whole time. But we'll get there. So okay, let me. (laughs) We're not there yet. We're not there yet. So while while they're debating on screen, I need to while they're debating on Cougar Radio. Sorry, I need to mention like. They're starting to take, like, weird digs at, like, cliques in the cafeteria. And the cliques that have formed in the cafeteria are, like, these, like, they're pretty wild. and they're like so funny. Very. Like, it's such, like, stereotypical, like, exactly. high school. Very um, Mean Girls-esque, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and Lily is taking mad digs at everyone. She's saying that, like, well, actually, they all are. They're being very mean to each other, which I, I made note of they that are. because it was kind of, it was kind of out of character for all of them. You can, of, you can tell it's the beginning of the end, you know? Yeah. Briefly. Uh, yeah. Ab- uh, absolutely. And it comes up a little bit later about clicks because Robbie and uh, Kim mentioned it on air. And yeah, it, there's become there becomes kind of this concrete divide in the episode at this point between Robbie and Kim and then the love triangle, essentially. And mm-hmm. we, see, we mm-hmm. see that continue to perspire as we go back to the studio and people are calling in about the song. People are stoked about hear Lily Randall's new song. Someone even calls yeah. in and says like, I don't usually like girl singers, but this song rocks. God. <laughs> wow. Like, Paramore's <laughs> life. Paramore's life for <laughs> 10 years. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, right? Yeah, I don't know. It's pretty funny. Oh, I love it too. I think around this at the same time when they're taking callers in and um, uh, of course, Ed and Ted call in and say, oh, love um, it. <laughs> Ed and Ted from Entropy. I uh, just want to let you know that this is the best new single since uh, Entropy's song, You're So Collectible. <laughs> Which has not yet been featured on RFR. <laughs> Well, damn, boys, did you record it? Man, Come these on. two. I feel like they did. Ed and Ted, they're they're hard workers. I'm glad yeah, we no, got. No doubt in my mind that they that they went and did like a full on like record like like rented a studio and did a full recording <laughs> with like auto tune and everything. I'm just happy we got the the return of entropy. These these cats are my favorite. They're but not yeah, forgotten. But yeah, people love the track, and Ray is getting more and more like paranoid. I guess he doesn't have a lot of like He's... um. He literally is just like he's upset that Lily and Travis are spending time together, just the two of them. But at the which same- is super funny because does he does he like does he not like manifest the upcoming situations? He without a doubt does. Did Ray cause this? Because I think no, I think no, Ray no, 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 no. I don't think you could go that far. Okay, <laughs> no, but here's the thing. Actually, no, like I don't, I don't believe that either. Okay, I have been making comments. I I agree with you with the manifestation. Because he goes to talk to Audrey. Yeah, I've been making comments for the last few episodes about the chemistry between Lily and Travis. I also know how the show goes. So it's probably a little bit like, you know. But it's true. In these episodes, even in the last episode, I didn't say it. But in my notes, I put like Lily and Travis have like they're vibing. Where where is Audrey? Because they're having these cute little like one-on-one moments that are like, like like not not similar to Ray and Lily's moments together, but like where you know like they kind of you can tell that they have like a very like special relationship. But like there's right. moments with Lily and Travis where they're like vibing, and I'm like, this is this is more than friendship. 
Yeah. The there's, whole there's something her, going her on little, here. Her little birthday thing with him. You know my feelings on that. That was sensual. So this is this has been like leading up, but them recording a single together was completely platonic, completely like they're just like it's business, right? But then Ray keeps coming in being like you two are spending all this time together. You're secretly dating. He goes to Audrey and is like, have you noticed that? Like, they're spending a lot of time together. Like, they are, like, something weird is going on. And Audrey, being the queen she is, is like, yeah. I think it's, uh, they're just recording a single, right? Like, they're just working on her music. Like, they're, you know, it, there's there's nothing to worry about here. And Ray is like, you're right. We should do something about it. And off he goes. <laughs> because classic Ray. So I he don't comes know. and gets it's it's a what? weird one it's a weird one because like you're right i do agree with you that i think he is definitely manifesting certain events <laughs> to occur but at the same time i think like ray just knows both of them very well that he can mm-hmm. tell that like the, okay the little things in their body language like things are a okay. little different you are giving him way too much credit ray is jealous know. because well, someone is spending yes. more time with lily than he is i don't think it has anything to do with him noticing body language they literally are like hey we're gonna hang out after the show to record this single and he's like let me stay and do something too like Ray, you're not needed here but he's like please let me be here because he doesn't want them to just in general he just doesn't want them to be alone like that's i agree that is, I Ray agree. being a jealous like asshole. You're okay? absolutely you're absolutely right. But I just at the same time feel like when you know, you know. You know? <laughs> I feel Ray like Ray does not know. I feel like Ray, Ray is knows. not I don't think Ray knows. So Ray so so Ray's like, okay, Audrey, you're right. we we gotta do something. And she's like, Ray, they're like, you're bye. Like, okay, yeah. nothing's happening, but you do you. So he goes to the studio and he goes down there and he's like I knew it. You two have been secretly dating this whole time. I knew it. And they're like, Ray, nothing's happening between us. We are merely business partners. And he's like, wait, like, like for real? And they're like, right, nothing, nothing has happened. Like you're, you're being an asshole. And he's like, oh man, you're right. I am being an asshole. Sorry, guys. Like, I'll let you two work. Totally my bad. And he leaves. And then immediately after he leaves, they're like, ugh, yeah, what a guy, right? He totally, there's nothing happening between us as their faces get closer to each other. And they're like, yeah, nothing, nothing at all. Wait a minute. And like, hold on. Doesn't that just mean that, like, it was always in their minds to begin with? You can't can't give Ray's manifestation that much credit either. There's no way that like But like I don't think I don't think anything would have happened if they if he didn't say it. No, There's a man. difference. If he didn't put it out there because she's like, Oh Travis, like seriously though, like thank you so much for like recording my album. I'll give you this. Okay, listen, I'll give you this. Maybe not maybe <laughs> not. Thank you. Then she's and... like, Thank you so much. Like like this was this was amazing. And he's just like, You're very talented. Woohoo. So she goes and like kisses him on the cheek, which is kind of Lily's thing. If yes. she's like feeling feeling friendly. She'll give a kiss on the cheek. Like, she's done that to Ray before, too. Which, like, to me, is, like, that's all right. Like, not not that that's, like, weird, I guess. But, like, as a 14-year-old it's a who little... had guy friends when I was 14. Like, Kyle, if you ever, like, you know, you bought brought me an ice cap when we're going to hang out, I'm not going to be like, Kyle, you're such a good friend to me and give you a little peck on the cheek, right? That's not... Would have been weird. It would have been a little weird, right? <laughs> yes. So, like, so this is or her way of, like... I just would have called you out and made fun of you. <laughs> exactly, right? And, like that you know that's how it goes lily gives a little kiss on the cheek and then they turn and like face each other and then it's like 
Okay. Oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. And then they kiss. Okay, well, hear me then out. Then they kiss for reals. I see what you're saying. I feel like Ray like, kind of instigated the situation by being so, like, I don't know, pokey. Aggressive. And aggressive. That being yeah. said, I do honestly think that something would have happened eventually. Maybe not right and then, but I really do think sure. eventually. Because we kind of... I don't disagree. We kind of have some some confirmation of that eventually. Like, mm-hmm. you know... There was something there. Maybe, I guess I'm just, honestly, like, you know what? Put me on blast if you want, but I'm just Team Ray. Like, I have to be Team Ray. Like, Travis is just in the wrong here entirely. And it's I like... I do not disagree with you. I really don't. I'm not, like, I'm not necessarily Team Ray because I don't like how he acts because it's really weird. And, like, we kind of, there's a conversation yeah. about this in the next episode that I'll, like, mention. But it's, like, I, I don't disagree. Like, Travis is hundred percent in the wrong here Travis has a girlfriend like he's like this was just he was he was incorrect he they they, they shouldn't have kissed it was I feel like it was both parties Lily shouldn't have kissed him either because that's her best friend who's dating him you know there's a lot but why is Ray being so annoying I guess is the main thing like he's just that's my thing is that like Ray is being like obnoxious he really has problems with that I mean we've seen it in other episodes I guess I don't know I the only reason I feel for Ray, I guess, it will come up later. I don't want to get into it right now. But maybe maybe let's step back a little bit and go to Robbie and Kim. Because at this point, they've been doing several different debates on Cougar Radio. And the debates are going really well. I think they're pretty... I don't know. They're kind of fun, actually. They're kind of cute seeing them they go about this. They eventually do disagree yeah, about clicks, though. And yeah, Kim thinks they're like, oh, I think they're healthy. <laughs> and Robbie just Kim, a sense you of, don't have any friends. Exactly. It's kind of sad. Um, and then if they do kind of get into a little bit of like a like into an argument and eventually like, what does she say to him? She's just like, oh, you know, we're like we're in different grades. We have different tastes. <laughs> and it's which is like just her excuse for everything, I, I guess. For like, everything. That being said, when they're debating, like, Kim is holding her own. Like, there's times where, oh, Ro- totally. where like, Robbie, like, the click thing for sure, Robbie. She she does a really good job defending herself when it, it doesn't have anything to do with her and Robbie. Yeah, no? she kind of gets, like, a little bit nervous around him, which I guess makes sense because she clearly she clearly likes him. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Oh, that's the other thing is Ray is also on this weird, like, he's such a weird, like, gatekeeper of all of his friends. Like, he sees Robbie right? at the cafeteria with oh my god he's just sitting there eating and kim's sitting there with him and he's like yo why are you sitting with her and he's like uh i was just sitting here and she just sat down i'm not sitting with her and then they leave oh my god yeah (laughs) like if you were kim you'd be like all right i'll just go fuck myself i guess like all right bullshit yeah and they they kind of they kind of leave each other and like the episode kind of concludes for their aspect where uh they're, I guess, just kind of agreeing to disagree type thing. They're a little bit peeved at each other, but it does continue mm-hmm. forward. Maybe we'll just kind of end this off with what kind of does actually end with the episode. Because, like, after Ray, after Ray comes in and makes his big, like, confrontational spiel about them dating secretly, uh, the big notable thing in my mind is after he gets over it, he says, should we all go get some supper? Which is fucked. You don't hear supper very much on <laughs> American television. Mean? Who says Supper. That's because it's not American television, Kyle. Nice try. That's what I'm saying, though. Like, this is failing. Like, how can you be in New Jersey? Nobody in New Jersey has ever said supper. It's just got to be. Yeah, they also don't use Canadian money there, but they made that work in the Cougar calendar episode. It's just weird, too, because, like, supper, in my mind, is such a, like, prairie thing. Like, do people in Ontario... Is even... it? I think it is. I don't think people drop supper very often. Anyway. I don't I have. I don't know. That mm-hmm. really stood out to me, and it kind of shocked me, to be honest. Uh, 
By the way, I forgot to mention this. Somehow Lily got a bunch of money to print and sell CDs. I don't know where she acquired this. <laughs> I know that Travis recorded the song for her and that's great, but like somehow Lily was able to stock Mickey's full of her new single and everyone was buying them. She's a, hey. she's an entrepreneur. Good for her. Right. She's been saving up all her piggy bank money for and, this moment, obviously. And then this is when <laughs> like, so it, Things start to get hev- hot and heavy, basically, when Travis is trying to, like, help Lily for her... I think it's for... Is it for a photo or something? Or just the way she looks generally? And he's like, no. I, I like when your hair's flowing. And he, it's like, for marketing. Because for marketing. this is pre-social yes. media days. So he's like, next thing we gotta do is all about marketing. You gotta market yourself to the public. Blah, blah, blah. And, yeah, he's like, oh, yeah, your hair looks... Man, Travis is Travis. Doesn't is, her hair look sexy? Push, push back. I think her hair looks so sexy. Push back. That's literally all it was. Travis is getting real close to some casting couch shit. I gotta be honest. Like this man's gotta go. This man's gotta calm down. He's like the like the snake. I'm, I'm gonna bite my tongue. The, but, the mm, snake mm, is coming mm. under the rock slowly. I'm just saying. <laughs> so anyhow, yes, of course. The episode doesn't quite end with seeing what we see. It kind of cuts. I forgot that it cut that way. Cause like they're basically about to do something and then no they no they kiss well no the episode ends with they kiss are you sure no I Kyle played... that's I just watched it today Kyle you're thinking of the last episode oh right I am well because but Ray is coming downstairs is oh that's no. the other thing oh my god I'm getting so confused they do the same thing twice okay you're right yeah so they kiss oh she right on the cheek and then they then they kiss for real <sighs> never mind i and forgot then... this is different this is when ray is running around in a montage of him sulking about while everyone is jamming to the song everyone is loving the new yeah. hit song and ray is walking around sulking i just i just feel for yeah. the guy I, f- I feel like i feel like he knows something's up and things are just wrong and, and no one wants to tell like... him the truth that's... See, that is not the the feel of this episode that's the feel of the next episode and also he is just being well, whiny. He is being in the whiny. First one. But it, it, I guess, knowing what happens, it feels justified, and that's why I, I'm, I'm feeling. At that guy. part, at that point in time, I don't think it's justified. I think he's being shitty. But he, he's being a little shitty. Anyway, but he's it's... being shitty. It's not justified yet. Okay. <laughs> like it's not. He's you just need being, to get off your Travis high he horse. Is, this isn't a Travis thing. This is like because I think Travis fucked up. Ray is being a shitty friend. He's being a weird, controlling, shitty He's friend here. Definitely being weird and controlling. There's no doubt about that. I'm not. I'm not gonna deny that. But I, I still feel like he knows something's up, and clearly something is up, and so he's a little bit bummed out about it. To his knowledge, they've just been spending a lot of time together, so he automatically assumes that that means they're secretly dating. But they're they're lying to him though. But they weren't until this moment. Right, but eventually, like they were going to i my feelings my feelings of ray in the next episode are different than my feelings currently okay. i think up I guess, until this moment i mean it these, is i don't think it's justified these episodes are like a feature film you know they kind of they exist yeah. in an arc you know and this yeah. uh i don't know i guess i mean that the song don't tell me what to do it really says a lot lily's really uh um, don't tell me who to love yeah we need to okay we'll get into this but like also lily like what are you doing like you're the worst right now she's (laughs) terrible which she to be honest there's been times where she hasn't been that great like lily's my my right now the worst my recollection of lily was a lot more positive than like (laughs) it's kind of been lately yeah anyways like (laughs) okay this shit's this shit just gets wild 
we need we need to we need to continue on the episode ends after they kiss and they're like they're they kiss and then they kind of pull back and they're like rut row what have we done right and then right. it ends the episode ends so then then you're left so i i did this really fun thing where i watched the first two episodes and i saved the second two for the next day which was really hard to do because i was it was a cliffhanger so next day i watched the following two episode 12 season two episode 12 the awful truth uh march 19th 2004 so you had to wait a whole week in between these two episodes yikes god damn how dare you here all right chapter one just kidding it's just the long ass summary Romance and relationships are a buzz at Henry Roscoe High. Lily tries desperately to talk to Travis about their moment together, but Travis isn't opening up, and the tension between Lily, Travis, and Audrey is getting really thick. In the meantime, Ray is trying to make up to Travis and Lily for continuing and continually apologizes for accusing them of secretly dating. Robbie is going a little crazy about what he knows about the situation. Everything blows up on the air in a truth telling session like never heard before and when it's over rfr may never be the same will all the drama at radio free roscoe oh my god with all the drama at radio free roscoe robbie has his own drama with kim carlisle and neither of them is able to fully understand will rfr survive secrets love and betrayal oh my god (laughs) there's so much shit going on here like oh my god and i need to like okay so at this point travis and lily have kissed yeah, I, I, my, my recollection was a little bit bad because these things do blend in together. And actually, now that I think about it, I remember like even having seen like reruns of like the like episode 11 and then episode which would be 13 we'll get to and like kind of getting them confused because the way they end kind of ends this like similar, but obviously not totally. Yeah, I, yeah, the, the way that the next episode ends, I have like. There's some. I got things to. I got things to. to I got memories. Well, but, so. but this one opens up with Travis, honestly, just being kind of like kind of a oh, little, being such a dick. But like also like he's just he's being weird about it, and then Lily mm-hmm. is also being creepy as hell, and she like creeps up and like wants to like. It's open. weird, right? Like they they both suddenly are like not acting like themselves, which I guess is like it makes sense okay, to, sure. an, to like, an extent. Like it's totally like. Yeah, totally. Like, like I guess we've all been there where you're like had an awkward encounter or something, and then you don't really know how to like act, even though it's like a close friend of yours. Right. You're kind of like you're on your tip, your tiptoes, you know, not really sure what to do. So okay, sure. But but like he, Lily wants to like open Travis's locker, and, like knows the combination as if like she's his girlfriend. They're just, like, they're just like so close, you know. And then Travis so, goes. Yesterday was wild, right? <laughs> they're, so they're they're um. Yeah, they're what they say is so weird because they're. She's like, I can't believe we kissed, and he's like, maybe we didn't. Maybe we shared like a subconscious or like a like we shared a fever dream essentially. Oh and I was just God. like, what a what a cult. That's le- not what a weird thing to say. He sounds like a cult cult leader. Like that's a right? weird fucking thing. Well, it's like I can't believe we kissed. Maybe we didn't. Like, what are you, are you trying to gaslight both of you? Like, are you trying to like? Like man, I'm telling you, Travis is turning into a fuck boy very, very quickly here. Like this, this ain't a good look. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, I mean, this... I'm gonna bite my tongue. It's okay. I he is. This is this is weird. Well, the is, the, he, the worst he part. Is very weird. The worst part is honestly what kind of happens right away is when Audrey shows mm-hmm. up 
And she's already kind of like, what's going on here? Like, Lily's opening up your locker. And then it's like, aha, LOL, whatever. But then Travis like, just kisses Audrey right in front of Lily. And this, like, yeah, really, like really aggressively. This, like, super awkward, like, thing for everyone. Except Audrey, I, I guess. It's, I mean, yeah, I guess to her, she's just kind of like, oh, hello, my boyfriend. Let us, you know, I don't kiss know. And in the hallway. And Lily calls Travis out on this later, which rightfully so. Because it's like he... Totally. I don't know. Like, he's, he's clearly like like rubbing it in her face or like he's clearly trying to like make a point where he's like, no, this is my girlfriend. You're not my girlfriend. Yeah. And it's like, okay, dude, like calm down. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, yeah. And Travis says something to Audrey like because Audrey's like, come on. I thought I was the one that could open up your locker. And he's like, oh, well, nobody's as good as you. And he like the things he's saying Oof. and like everything. It's, it's I, uh, so. So, okay. So. I again I'm really not trying to be like big Travis defender here but uh we we talk a lot about like there's a lot of like Ray uh things that Ray does that we kind of are like you know what though classic teenage boy are we finally getting some like Travis is finally actually acting his apparent age well, which is handling the situation completely wrong and like yeah, being a prob- shitty being a shitty dude about it. There, there's a lot of that. I get. I guess the only yes, you're right. I agree. The only issue is like what he's doing is just a lot more severe than what anyone else has been doing. Totally, totally, that's, totally agree. That's really yeah. the only difference. Although, but I feel like, like this is him. Like this is him faltering from that. Like like pretty calm, cool, collected. Like he can usually kind of. You know, he he kind of yeah. stays on a certain level a lot of the time. This is him completely. He's a disaster. It's and it's weird because it's kind of out of character because he, he's like, how do I put this? It is out of character, right? Because I feel like to you would think that so this happens. So him and Lily kiss. Well, he has a girlfriend. I just feel like they've kind of like made him a kind of character where like I think he would be like, okay, well I have to tell Audrey now. Wait, then and then again, deal with the consequences. Now that I think about it, though, it kind of does make sense because he's coming up with all these like strange, like irrational, um, like answers or like justifications for everything, which is what he does his day to day, anyways. Like he, yeah, because he's like the way he's like, oh, maybe it was all a dream, or then later on he's like, well, she is my girlfriend, and like he's like coming up with these justifications because he's kind of yeah. he doesn't like to be wrong. We've learned that about Travis already. He's ve- he's very competitive, and yeah. so like. He's, well, and he also, like, Lily's like, we need to tell her. And he's like, why? It'll just hurt her. And it's like, dude, like, you can't just, like, lie to her. Like, come on. I, I guess it's just, it's just... It's very, it's very like, it's, uh yeah, it's not... I guess it's, like, his know. humility is, like, coming to the front point. That he, ha- he has no humility. Like, he can't really, like... He's not okay with failing, basically. And, like, but at oh. this point... And other times we've seen it, it's been pretty minor and pretty, like, I don't know, jovial. But in this case, it's just, yeah. like... There's other this is actually affecting other people. Yeah, the people's feelings and like you know, yeah. lives and ways are on the line, and it's I don't know he he's not like the worst worst in handling it eventually, but for the most part, me oh the man does not yeah. do too well. Um, no. Meanwhile, though, it's it's cuffing season at Roscoe High, and uh, oh my god, <laughs> I, feel like I feel like a lot of shows do this where like they show this whole like they show like how everyone in the hallway is like connected to another person and like making out all day every day in the hallway and like was that a thing at your school not even a little bit i remember thinking it was gonna be a bigger deal i kind of 
I kind of agree. I kind of remember thinking, like, kind of being almost, like, scared. Like, oh, my God, high school. Like, yeah. everyone's making out. Like, what am everyone's I going to do? Everyone's just going to be making out in the hallways. I mean, again, we went to Catholic schools. I'm not sure why we ever thought that that was going to fly. That's a good but, point. Like, yeah, I never thought of but, that. But, yeah, I just, like, I remember going to high school being like, oh, man, everyone's going to, like, have their, like, you know, their boyfriend or girlfriend. They're going to be making out in the hallways. <laughs> oh, man. Like, and no, not a thing. No. Not, not a situation I ever ran into. If- like, I don't, I couldn't name off the top of my head. Like, I couldn't. I can't remember a situation where people were swapping spit at all in the hallways. Well, that being said, there was always kind of like this one couple that was always <laughs> a little like, they were always a little more uh, upfront. And the drama kids, <laughs> disgusting, all of them. <laughs> but like beyond that, no. <laughs> like, and I think it was, I don't know, I guess people were sort of conservative in like, in like the Catholic high school, but not totally. People would kind of look at that couple and kind of just be like, mm-hmm oh, this is awkward because, like, no one else is doing this yeah. but you guys are. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, stop. <laughs> yeah. Put it away. Kind of weird. <laughs> I do. I don't know. I, I also find it weird that, like, throughout this whole episode, clearly, like, uh, Waller has some sort of, like, personal issues he needs to deal with because he's very... Oh, my God. He's very bothered what? by the fact that all these people are kissing around him. And it's... All these children, like all these teenagers. I mean, I mean, I guess it's a good thing that he's grossed out by it than into it. I, I'll look at it that way. But like <laughs> at the same time, it's a little he's he's so hyper aware that it becomes weird. Like it's yeah, <laughs> they clearly... well, it's like it's like in the episode with him and his and his lady love that he's trying to trying to date or whatever. He like he's just like a really paranoid guy, I think. I, I think he's got to have. He's got mommy issues or something, I think. I don't know. <laughs> There's got to be something there. Um, be. So moving a little <laughs> bit onto the B plot here, because it, it works in the same way the last episode worked, where it, you know the B plot, I guess, is just focusing only on Kim and Robbie. And at this point, Kim wants to get Robbie onto Cougar Radio because you know they have professional. Pretty much, so they can like she wants to spend more time with him in a professional setting so that people can't like look at them you know like so that people can't be like yeah. hey why are they why are they hanging out like that's literally like what her well main goal here is and her like reasoning is very is pretty sound it's like she literally tells him that they have professional and personal chemistry which is <laughs> what you need so i think i think their friendship like and it's not a friendship obviously but like what's budding into more than friendship is so cute Oh, absolutely! It's, it's like them, them just like even talking to each other in the hallway. I'm just like, oh, honestly, even even from the get go, even like the the Donnie the Drake and stuff like that, like back then, like I was I've always been into what they were kind of about. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. When we get back to the studio, and then the sh- RFR is doing this weird kind of like truth master bit, which even from the get go, I found to be a little bit honestly a little bit boring and a little bit weird. Maybe just because I knew because I knew lies were existing. Yeah. It's just, it's a funny, like, aha, we're going to focus on the truth right now, but there's secrets everywhere. So, like, yeah, yeah. I and don't know. I thought, it, I thought it was silly. After the segment, though. um, I also thought it was silly that uh, Robbie calls himself Mark, Mr. Dr. Mark questions. Oh, that was. That That's was actually kind of sick. That's kind of. <laughs> that was pretty good, right? Uh, You know, the, the, the half the gang kind of splits off, though, and, and Lily and uh, Travis they stay back essentially to like discuss what's kind of going on. And uh, that's when Lily like kind of confronts Travis about what happened at the lockers earlier in the day. And she's like, like, why'd you kiss him? Like that was like a, or why'd you kiss Audrey like that? Like that was, you know, that felt spiteful kind of. And then Travis, of course is like, whatever. Like she's my girlfriend. I'm allowed to kiss her. (laughs) 
And he's like, "Which like not wrong, but like, dude." No, that's not the point. He's like, "Read the fucking like read the room." And he's literally says like, "What happened to us?" I don't know what it means. Uh, I'll tell you what it means. It means you cheated on your girlfriend, buddy, and you need to deal with this. <laughs> she's like, she's like, we're not, we're not, I'm not going to make this soft for you, buddy. Like this, you fucked up. I did too. But like, I'm at least trying to face it and you are not. That's the biggest thing. And Lily, Lily is, she says something like, okay, I think first off, we got to go tell Audrey. Like, that's like the right thing to do. And then Travis is just like, well... Boopity bop, boopity bop. Okay, so I made, I, made, I made a note here. I'm like, ah, Travis Strong, the start of my love for emotionally unavailable guys. Oh my god. Actually, uh, there's this one point. I don't know if it's this episode where like Lily's like, just say something, and he doesn't say anything. And he, oh my god, I remember that part so clearly too, where he like literally like is speechless, and she's like, say something and i'm like oh this is getting a little too real for me i've been in this exact situation before and i am hurting a little bit so oh man thanks anyways yeah. so that really really uh well while they're having this uh, this pretty heated feel they're having this awkward and heated kind of conversation and and robbie rolls up and overhears it yeah and yeah, at this point, you know, because he says he left his book at... Oh, yeah, he says he left his book at The Hangout, which now they apparently call it The Hangout. Have they always been doing that? Well, I mean, I feel like it started off as The Hangout, and then it became, like, the RFR's place, right? Like, they always hung out there. Okay, so. well, it just needs to be known that it's The Hangout now. And, yeah, at this okay. point, Travis is basically a little snake. There's pretty much not a not a way around it he's not he's not being good he's uh, not being a good guy yeah and, and of course everyone pops up as mickey's as you know would naturally happen and honestly okay so here's here's my this is where like i'm not just trying to shit on ray this episode i feel for him this episode after he's confronted them in the last episode being like you guys are secretly dating but like they're like no we're not and then he was like okay you know what i have been yeah. in my head about this he I, feels I awkward he feels awkward about it. And like this episode, I feel for the guy and he is being such a bro. He comes up and he comes up to like Travis and Robbie. And he's like, my brothers, my like Travis. And I'm like, oh God, he's finally treating Travis like a real friend. And like, it's all about to oh, come yeah. crashing down. And it hurt me. Like it really did hurt. He reveals his middle name, Stanley. <laughs> Who would have thought? <laughs> that, that means <laughs> something. Okay. It probably does. Uh, yeah. So yeah, like I just like I do like like I think Ray was being shitty last episode, but this episode he's literally he's trying to make up for it, and like you can see he's trying to make up for it. But right. like, but like now something like if he, if he had been like acting like this, and they hadn't like kissed right after he like talked to them, I feel like this would have been like so much more wholesome, you know? Because they would have been like Ray, come on, buddy, like. Right. You fucked up, but like we we forgive you, whatever. But like now there's this like tension, and it's just like so awkward. And he has no idea, and I'm just like, Man, oh, the, the drama is just the drama is just real on this one. It's it's real, like it's, it's oh yeah. And even then, just and Robbie is just like fired up now, and he's like because he knows he knows the secret, and like I don't know, I think Robbie handles it really poorly too, because yes. then he's like. Yes. He comes up to Travis and he's like, anything you uh, want to tell me? And Travis is like, no. No, <sighs> nothing I can think of. And he's like, you sure? You sure there's nothing? And it's like, Robbie just, like, you could have come up to this and just been like, I like, heard you guys talking at uh, the hangout. So like, uh, yo, what the fuck? Like, no, like, literally every single person 
handles this poorly. Yeah. Classic youth. I guess. And I mean, that does kind of all come crashing down eventually. They all kind of mm-hmm. hit a breaking point. And on air. On air. And, and and at this point in the, in this episode, like this is when Audrey is starting to become a little suspicious. Like, which Travis is. Travis is acting different. Exactly. Travis is acting different. Yeah. And I th- it's noticeable. I think they both are. Like, I don't know if she's. Oh, yeah. She yeah. asks. She asks Lily, like, oh, what were you two talking about this morning? And she was just like, yeah. that just seemed like, you know, something more serious than just like a little chat. Okay. Do you all think like, this sounds really terrible. It's not that hard to lie to people about things like this. Not like specifically this. I haven't been in this exact situation before. But when someone's like, hey, what were you guys talking about? I just feel like it's not that hard to be like, <laughs> no, we were just talking about school. We were just hanging out. Like, like. Every time it's always like, oh, uh, us t- talking, we weren't, um, I don't, I don't even know who Travis, is. I don't know what you're talking, like, it's always such a thing, but it's like, you can, I just feel like it's not actually that hard to be like, man, we were just talking about school stuff or like, See, yeah, I, gotta, I don't even remember. I know what you mean. I, I've definitely thought that when I'm watching sh- like shows before that like people are just terrible at lying and like, everyone reacts really like crazy and it's like, but, at, but like, at I feel same- like I've, I've lied about these things. Like I've been, I've. When someone's asked me like a direct question about something, it's not that hard to just be like, "Yeah, no, uh, nah, it was nothing really." But I guess like, when it's you're just like, come on. I can Im- I can imagine if you were like holding in something like this, it would be harder to maybe make a coherent fib. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I can't say exactly, but sure. I guess like these people are making it easy on themselves. Basically, they're definitely coming up with like the worst ways to make excuse for what's going on. Yeah, I don't know, and like, I mean that just adds to Audrey's suspicion. Like she's she has all well, the and like uh, why can't like they've been doing this music stuff like and oh like, what were you and Travis like arguing about oh it was just stuff to do with the single like we've just been really at each other's throats to do with something music related like but what how hard is that well that's actually what she says that's what Lily says and then Audrey is like well look she just more. says we've been spending too much time together. And then she's like, well, it looked more than that. Like, it looked more than, like, just, like, you know, an argument. I don't know. It's like, what do you say to that exactly? Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Audrey's okay. been yeah. pretty been pretty level-headed, obviously. Like, very supportive. Yeah. But at this point, she can tell that, like, something's going on. Like, she doesn't even really know yet. But she's still just, yeah. like, What's She don't that? even know. Oh, my God. Does she ever? And then, I don't know. At this point, yeah, this is when, like, Ray is kind of just, like, <laughs> like he's oddly the only one who's, like, not totally out to lunch at this point he's just kind of like what's going on he all is, my- but like in a different direction <laughs> he's like why are all my friends weird and he's like in the cafeteria alone working on an eiffel tower because like <laughs> all his friends are off causing their own drama and ray is just kind of like <laughs> what the fuck is happening around here <laughs> and i don't know lily comes in and like you know on, like accidentally like breaks his project and then he like oh, this is when things get like so weird they like awkwardly hold each other's hands and on the L- ground and then lily says to him like well or no ray says to lily lily you can crash into me anytime you want <laughs> and lily says well, i just might have to or something like that it's like yeah and it's like lily like can you deal with one uh like relationship at a time like these kids are losing it like they're literally losing it meanwhile meanwhile like, like- meanwhile okay i love this so much so this is all going on uh robbie i don't i don't remember what triggers it exactly but oh uh waller tries to use reverse psychology to get the to get the kids to stop making out the c plot this is the c plot (laughs) this is the c plot 
So he goes into the Cougar radio booth and is like pretty much like, you know, I was a little harsh, but if you guys want to swap spit, you keep swapping spit. But you know, if I end up swapping spit in the hallway, I just hope you show me the same courtesy of not minding. And it's like, Um, all right sure okay so then everyone's like wow i'm thinking about waller making out with someone now i don't want to kiss anyone ever again so he it works but it somehow works in reverse reverse psychology for robbie and he he goes into the cougar radio booth where kim is hanging out he goes in and like shuts the door and then turns the light off robbie it's a glass wall you're in a glass room right now you can still see out everyone can does not matter shutting the light off does it zero it's ambiance jamie it's ambiance he sits down and he uh leans into kim and she's like Robbie, what are you doing and he's like "Eh, i'm taking my chance or whatever i don't know and they kiss as well so there's just like there's a lot of a lot of kissing happening but at least this this is something we support we support the kim and robbie kiss oh we absolutely is this has been we've been waiting for this since since donnie and the dragon so not a big deal and i mean you know, there, things are hitting up it's between those two. I think, yeah. I don't know. I, I think it's for the best. I mean, yeah, things yeah. only really go downhill from here for everyone else because we cut immediately to Lily and Travis fighting outside the hangout, which to yeah. me is so iconic. Like them fighting out there is like, ugh, that just brings back a lot of memories. Uh, and then Robbie rolls up after just like basically having just being a total boss, more or less. Yeah. Like Robbie <laughs> is like riding a high. Yeah. Sees these two and is like, hmm. And he just like. I know your secrets. <laughs> well, he's just kind of like, what the fuck? Like you two need to get your act together. Like he's, I'm Pretty not into, all, I'm not into these lies. Like he, he knows that like they, he's aware of what's going on and they're kind of aware of it now is that he knows, you know, but he knows and they know that they know and they know that like it's. This is basically an episode of Friends. Well, they don't. They don't know. Like, they, like Lily doesn't know Robbie knows anything. Well, I think. Yeah, that's Travis, right. Travis. Like, Travis didn't didn't like. You're right. No, he react does. when 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 Robbie like questioned him. But like, I think Travis has an idea that Robbie. That's true. Like, knows, well, but and, like Lily, Lily doesn't. Well, in about in about ten minutes later, Robbie spills the beans to everyone in the studio. On air. <sighs> Yeah, on air. Because they are professionals. And uh, and it's yeah. wild. It is wild. They start, they're like, oh, t- let's bring out the truth master again. And, and Travis is like, yeah, I think it's a little played out. I don't want to do that, actually. And <laughs> Yeah, because Travis couldn't tell the truth to save his life at this point. <laughs> Fairly not. So um, then, yeah, they start getting super angsty. And get, like, like, like Robbie is like, like getting angry on air and ray is just like guys what's going on what's happening and like lily's like near tears travis is like about to fight robbie so then they put a song on and robbie's like if you're not if you're not if you guys aren't gonna tell him i will as though it's this like i don't know it just it's so funny as like because it's like it's like a family seeker you know what i mean like you know how it's like it has nothing to do with robbie but it does so he's like ray lily and travis kissed or no he's like ray and then Travis is like, I kiss Lily. He just, he does it. He finally, finally does something. And right. he says it. He says, I kiss Lily. Lily's like near tears again. They're still, and Ray is like, like just, I mean, he's complete. He is, uh, 
justified. He, he's just <laughs> and he's like, well, it's kind of weird though, and this is where things start to get weird for Ray because this, this is when things start to get weirder because everybody kind of wants to protect Ray. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which in some ways makes sense, but yeah. in other ways it's like just kind of complex. Like I don't even know if I would mm-hmm. call it justified. I would well, call it just like I don't know. It's just like obviously like. Robbie and Travis both know that Ray has these strong feelings for Lily. Right. So, but then, and, the, and like Travis, Travis knows that too, right? Like he's, he's aware. Oh, that's why, man, show, I don't know, man. Travis sucks, man. Like he cheated on his girlfriend and did his boy I wrong. Know. That's like the uh, worst. That is the worst. They're finally becoming friends and then this happens. You, he did double duty. He did double, like, he did. But, yeah. okay, so then, and then, and so Ray is pissed. And yeah. he makes some comment to Lily, and she's like, "Just shut up, right?" She starts shut crying, up, which is very sad. Very actually. sad. Which, like, I would have been like, I'd been fucking sobbing at this point. Confrontation like that, absolutely not. So they like Travis runs out of the studio. He's like, "Now we're, I can't, I'm not doing this." So he leaves, and Ray chases after him. I and remember. And is gonna fucking fight him. They are, and like we've said this before, Travis is not like a tall dude, right? Ray could. Um, I don't know. He probably uh, honestly, is like probably strong, and he got he's got that like it's his last name he doesn't he, right. But he also he also in that in that one episode he's he has like belt, he knows yeah he's like a black belt. So anyways, but like Ray in just pure just out of pure passion could end this guy. He's ready in to this like moment. in this moment. He is exactly. ready to risk it all. Like he's gonna he's gonna so and meanwhile and, Travis looks and, like, like he's about to tell like Ray that he's Marco and he's gay. Like he's held up on this. <laughs> God, you got the same <laughs> i'm glad you felt the same way because like me too where it's like you're gonna leave for your mom's pasta sauce you're gonna leave a date with the hottest girl in school for your mom's pasta sauce how many times are we saying, gonna do this it's because i'm okay how many times are we gonna do this this is the third time they need to they need to stop uh, paralleling it. That's the only option. Off- okay. That's just how it goes. Anyway, so they're going to fight each other. Lily and, Lily and Robbie come running out. And like, okay, so here, and this is, I'll get defensive here. He doesn't make completely incorrect points, right? Like, Ray, Ray is completely right in being pissed off here, um, you know, and getting getting angry at this. But like, Travis is like, you don't own her. You don't like, you don't, totally. you, you're treating her like she is your property. But she's not like Lily can make her own decisions, which like, I mean, this was a bad one, but she did make it herself. And like, and like, that's the thing is like Lily, obviously, like she's got her like little like she's got her feelings for Ray, too. But like that wasn't part of this. Like Ray was not part of this situation. Right. Yeah. Once, yeah. you know, like and stuff. So like Travis is not incorrect with how he's like defending that part of it. But like, but the thing he's is not. But but beyond that, like, but he's still like he's. He's complacent like I, in his he, actions. The, th- the thing he about still it, should, like he still should get punched here. Like you, like Ray probably should just no, should have just done it. Like you're, you're absolutely right. He makes a very good point. The only issue is that that point gets muddled by like kind of what else is going on. Well, I just like I just think it's like it's like Ray is Ray doesn't really have like a full right to like no Ray's not at all for being mad is completely like wrong. Well, Travis, Travis, Travis is like like i don't know i feel like he's, i don't he know has actually right, not a travis but like i don't know it's, it's, fri- it's, it's like, friendship code though like you gotta i know i know and that part i that part i agree with but like ray is coming at this as like a like you knew i liked lily and like and that's the bro thing right but it's like the way he's like 
saying it is like it's very much like a lily's mine and like i hate right. that so much that's yeah, like yeah. that's the kind of shit that's really like that's the shit that gets to me because like i just like when when you're when you're being treated as like property of the other person that gets that gets me riled up so like i uh it's not a good it's not a good look it's just ray is teetering the line between justification and um mm-hmm. being kind of outrageous the thing is is like yeah i don't know i guess like ray should be he should be told this at a different time is kind of the issue like ray is in complete yeah. rage and like yeah. it doesn't justify his actions per se or the way he's talking about lily to travis but yeah. you know travis is in a way he, tra- is, he is seeing red right now <laughs> travis is kind of like picking the wrong time to be real with ray <laughs> do you know what i mean like totally <laughs> It's, totally it's that that's kind of the issue here because like yeah. i think absolutely that conversation should be had where if travis went to ray even like half an hour earlier was like <laughs> hey you know what like i have feelings for lily and like i don't think you should be treating her like an inanimate object <laughs> but like i fully believe like that's not even what this is completely about travis doesn't even know how he feels right now like i think he that is almost still makes it he's... worse than no but no but like i think as lily's friend you can be like you're treating her like you're you're not right you you don't have a you don't get to say who lily can i see what you're saying i see what you're saying you know but it's like in this situation it's like travis is being shitty because he's not facing the fact that he has feelings for lily and is cheating on his girlfriend see that's the thing physically and emotionally and who's who by the way is lily's best friend and really only good female friend at this point yes yes but so we are we're shitting on Travis a lot here because he's making bad decision after bad decision. Mm. Lily hasn't told her yet either. True. But like he, Lily Lily wants to but hasn't. But like Lily just fucking do it. Just fucking you're supposed to be her best friend. Yeah. You fucked up too. Lily is really off the hinges on Lily this one. is also compl- like Lily's at fault here too like I still... she's not getting off and like I feel for her because like she's at least trying to like face it though she, she is trying to is deal actually, with it yeah, yeah, and like yeah. and he is not she's at least trying to be like and and it feels like she's well, trying to she's the... trying to like she's trying to get on the same page as him before they before she tells Audrey anything yeah because yeah which for is one fair. thing it's one thing to just be like you we, we just like got like close and we kissed but like she wants to be able to be like it meant nothing or it meant something because she can't she can't figure out because travis is giving her zero to because to, lily to is, a, is an actually she's an actual good person this is the difference uh, like sometimes well she's trying i think you outlined she's a trying. pretty good uh, defense i don't know the, yeah. uh, the other thing and this will get into the next episode as well is this is <laughs> like i don't really understand why like, I know you mentioned it as, like, a family secret, and that kind of makes sense. But, like, why is Lily so upset that Ray knows now? Like, does she just know that Ray likes her? Is this, like, or does she, has she always had the feeling and now she knows? Because it doesn't really make any sense for, like, like, maybe she's just embarrassed that she kissed Travis. She's embarrassed. I think she's embarrassed, and I think it's, like, because, like I said, she didn't, she didn't know Robbie knew either. She thought it was still just between the two of them. So the fact that everyone knows now, I think she's just, like... And she's she she found out yeah. in that same moment. Like she it like the secret gets like broadcasted to like her the rest of her best friends essentially. And she's like I think she's just like she's just, not upset specifically that Ray knows. She's upset that like 
it's it's out there now. Now it, it's real. I do find it a weird, bit weird though, because like Ray is like noticeably angry, and like if I was Lily, I'd be like, "Well, why the hell is he so angry?" Because obviously, mm-hmm. like Travis and Robbie get it, but like yeah. if I was Lily, I'd be like, "What?" And then, but then, like you're right, she's not totally like um like only feeling bad for Ray, but she is definitely like Ray, like where are you going? Like I'm sorry, or like stuff like that. Like she yeah. is. She, but it's like, why? Like, she really doesn't really owe anything to Ray at this point, like at all. So that's hey, angle, right? It's a, it's a strange, it's a strange reaction. <sighs> that angle's so weird. Anyways, the episode ends off in basically pure chaos. The whole gang is so funny, t- so angsty. <laughs> like, oh my god, my my last word, my last notes for the last four notes. This is getting angsty. Ray about to punch Travis will be the screenshot for the next episode. It has to. Then capital letters. God, that was hot. This is so dramatic. Oh my god. I wrote <laughs> I only wrote holy shit, this is dramatic and then uh mm-hmm. It was insane. Mm-hmm. This, this episode is this is an iconic Rio Roscoe episode. Like this Yeah. This has it all. Iconic. And this mm-hmm. it leads in. Should we we might as well just bang through the next one. I think we have to. Let's let's go. We oh. we got to keep going. I feel like we're on a marathon right now. How are we doing for time, buddy? We're, we're doing pretty good. I'm impressed. I, all things considered, we're doing pretty good. Okay, okay. so this is our the thing. Fourth... Is, the thing is, and we discussed this beforehand, <laughs> we, we're making a valiant effort to not go on tangents about our own personal lives. Which is kind of hard because we like to talk about ourselves. It's clearly. so hard. <laughs> but okay, and we've we only are. talked about Degrassi like twice. Only So yeah. we're good. So... Anyways, this is our fourth and last episode we'll be covering for today's episode. So let's get this into it. This is the end of season two. The finale. It's it's a, you know. And it, boy, is it steamy. It, oh, it sure is. Okay, so this is from, of course, season two, episode 13, aired March 26, 2004, titled All or Nothing. All right, so it goes a little bit like Bring this. Bring it on. The gang is reeling from secrets, betrayal, love, and hurt feelings. Nobody but Question Mark wants to be at Radio Fierosco anymore. Like a lone wolf, Question Mark continues on his own, trying to keep things together and hoping that everything go- will go back to the way it was before it all fell apart. Travis is trying to keep things together with Audrey. Lily is trying to figure out how she feels about everything and everyone. As Arafara falls apart on the air, Principal Waller and Kim Carlisle come up with a plan that will take down Radio Fierosco once and for all. Robbie must make one of the biggest decisions of his life in doing so. This is like a like, man, you, you all got, I lost did that, did that read like a soap opera? Like this, like things have really ramped Lies, up. Betrayal secrets. Which can it, you believe? A mere three episodes ago, we were talking about Sky Sweet, and I'm come on. Like it's funny too because when we first watched the first season, like to me there was a lot of just like, I don't know, like. Not filler episodes, but just kind of like funny hijinks that the gang got into. Detention. Now things are like a lot more. Right. Uh, the stakes are higher. The drama is just consistent. Um, and the episode opens up with like the fucking creepiest thing ever with Travis trying to open Lily's locker. And like, <laughs> yeah, kids, the opposite of the last episode. I, I get it that way. Obviously, that makes sense. But like. Travis is just, bro, you need to stop. Like, just please, man. And Lily at this, this is point. Like, is Travis is Travis having Travis having like a manic episode right now? Because yeah, like he, absolutely he is, is not acting the same as he has the entire series. Like he is off the rails right now. And like at this point, Lily is kind of like she's a little like not ticked off, but she's 
well, I guess kind of. She's like, hey, like, hey, Travis, <laughs> like, we need to figure some shit out here. Yeah. She's like, she's just over She's it. like, hmm, we should maybe have a conversation about this. And Tra- maybe. And he's just trying to play nice, basically. Like, he knows he that she's upset with him and yeah. he doesn't really... Well, he knows what to do, but he's just, he can't face up to the reality. And he's just, you know, going about yeah. his, in his own way. And see, this is like, this is, I, I've, I fairly, I feel pretty firmly here. This is him stripped down to pure teenage boy. Like, take away all of his, like, in, like, the insight he has on Yo, things. But the, and where the thing is, keep level headed. He is being shitty right now. He's, but he, I mean, everybody, especially at that age, you know, you know, no one is perfect. Absolutely not. No. People just do stupid shit all the time. It's just pretty awkward because he's just making bad decision after bad decision. He <laughs> is. He totally is. And he's like, he's still trying to avoid confrontation. But like, yeah. dude, it's already happened. It's, you can yeah. only, the only way to move forward here is to continue with the confrontations. So there's no more confrontations to have. That's the only way. And he's just like, no, but like, what if, what if I didn't though? And it's just like it's like oh like this is awesome. this doesn't have to be this hard. It, he's it making really it doesn't. so hard. And I, I need to make it clear that like when I put this episode on last night, like I immediately realized that I have definitely seen this exact episode like ten times. Like I this yeah. is I, this must have been like a, a high volume the, repeat. The be- okay, the best part that is that like ugh, I, I feel like I need to get into this later, but the best part is yes, high volume repeat here with a cliffhanger ending. I know fucking annoying we will talk about that i know what you're i know we will get there yeah um so uh, yeah things are obviously fucking awkward between lily and travis meanwhile we have kim and robbie still kind of flourishing a little bit robbie this is when things get fucked robbie rolls in for he rolls in for a kiss and and kim is kind of just like immediately like support here he's like my friends are all fighting i just need i need a little thumb thumb and kim's just kind of like nope whoa she's like i can't do it like i'm in grade 10 no, oh, no she's, she i'm says, in grade 11 i'm two years i'm two no, grades older she than says, you she says straight up if she wasn't two grades ahead two grades sorry not grade two 10. grades ahead two so, so this has changed everything that the show has set up until this point <laughs> everything Everything. Suddenly, Kim Carlisle is actually 16, almost 17, and Robbie is 14. Which, this changes which, everything. Which, I mean, I think in the past, I would always say, like, really, what is one year? Like, grade 9 and grade 10, it's not that different. Like, come on. Yeah. But grade 9 and grade 11, very different. Very different. <laughs> very, very different. Now I'm just like, Kim, why are you into it? Yeah, I'm like, Kim, now you're, like, kind of gross. Like, Ew, like, do better. <laughs> yeah so that is not a good look in a just on the show and it came part. out of nowhere and like but I on the show's part our questions it answers some questions oh, because like totally. in the past we've been like why is kim this like star pupil like the or like the cougar radio like why is she so powerful in cougar radio but it's because she's actually had a couple years under her belt not exactly. just one and in high school if you have two years under your belt for anything it, it means yeah. something because it's only four years it means exactly <laughs> So like, you know, it, yeah, it, it, it clears things up, but also makes things more confusing at the same time because oh we've been God. complaining. Now I'm just like, ew, why are you interrupting? Well, and also like, you're right. Every confusion we've had up until this point kind of makes sense now, I guess. Like, but it like ruins it, <laughs> but it ruins it. So now I don't even know. So, I mean, I guess shout out to Robbie for like, you know, dating an older girl. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Right. 
but then they sort of work it out even immediately, and then Kim literally spanks Robbie in the Cougar Radio station. Um, like it's a slap. It's spank a, is a really dude, that's a, a really aggressive term. Dude, that's a spank. Come on, with a binder. Come on. She like slaps his ass. Dude, I don't whatever. know, man. Like, that seems a little aggressive. I'm not. That is not a lie. spank. That was borderline. My like, God, that was that was workplace. These are children, Kyle. Calm down. See, yo, come on. Inappropriate is what I'm trying to get at, Jamie. I thought I was a little <laughs> overboard is what I wrote. <laughs> like, she's about to get fired is all I'm saying. <laughs> so, like... She's about, she's about to get suspended. And then we, then we roll on to Audrey, who is in full suspicious mode of Lily. Because Lily is the most suspicious at this point. Lily is the worst here. It's so funny. Like, not the worst. She's just... She's acting so... Oh, it's uh, just not good. I mean... Like... I don't know. I have to be honest. I think like Travis overall, you know, he just snaked Ray. I really think he did. I do. Too. I do too. Like, like he did. You you have to. If, if as a bro, he snaked Ray. If you if you're gonna be in the situation, you gotta just you gotta be a big enough and good enough friend just to tell your friend what's up. You can't just snake yeah. him like that. Disrespect. Yeah. Oof. I don't even know, man. That's like that's like that's going against all the commandments. <laughs> whatever those commandments are it's against all of them. i don't want to go off topic here but it's kind of like when one friend has dibs on one twin and then the other one like sneaks in there and like without any consent without any i'm just saying like this there, there's certain things you need to follow in one's life i just i suddenly realized that i, I suddenly figured out that kyle's really aggressive opinion on this while not incorrect it does come from a place in his heart and it comes from a, a matter of experience. Man, grade 10, Where, grade 10 shit was wild. You know? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I get it now. I get I get where it's coming from now. You know what, Kyle? It's okay. Thanks. All right. Man. I needed that. It's okay. 10 years later, I think I'm finally okay. <laughs> you think so? I think so. <laughs> we, can, we can talk about it later if you want. <laughs> yeah, we'll keep that off air. <laughs> I don't, I just, I don't want to break up the friend group because of this you know travis does like that's what i'm saying like this guy this guy doesn't give a shit like you have four you only have four friends in your group this way like you need to be a little bit <laughs> i'm like i'm trying to if i'm gonna if i'm gonna try to defend him in another way it's gonna be i bet he's never had friends before in his entire life Yo, and now he's like that is no oh excuse. shit this isn't how you treat people whoops no way he's mr philosopher he knows exactly how to treat people he's read about it in books <laughs> <laughs> you should know i don't know it's uh, fair enough fair enough all right you know at this point it gets a little bit like ironed out for to some extent because like while while things are chaotic for most of the group lily and ray are i guess ironing things out a little bit like this is great he's like he he comes in with like an accent cowboy yeah. slim and he's like my friends call me slim or no my name's slim my friends call me slim yeah like <laughs> he's saying he feels kind of like dirt which is heartwarming but it's also still yeah. kind of strange like this is mm -hmm. what i mean like this is like a weird conversation hey, like but this is this is it like so i i think ray has been shitty about like acting as though lily was like his property right yes i think this is him also realizing that i, th and, I think you're right you know so like so that thing is like as much as shitty as i think he 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 acted reacted i guess he's also now trying to make amends so like props to him he he you know? he's definitely trying and i 
he doesn't totally succeed at it greatly, but he does his, he gives it some effort. The thing as, is, as per typical Ray, as per typical, yeah, definitely. I still find this whole conversation weird though. Like, why is he telling Lily he feels like dirt? Is he telling it he feels like dirt because his friends were lying to him? Like, yes, I guess so. But at the same time, it's like, no, I thought he was saying he felt like dirt because of how he reacted to the whole thing. Oh, maybe I, I missed that. Like, I, th- I think he's, he's saying like, I oh. feel like dirt because you I- know, like this came out and I, went to punch a bitch you know like that's sorry okay, that that's right. my reaction no you're right that that is what he was doing yeah. but i guess he's i think he's apologizing for his reaction but i guess the overarching the overarching reason for that was because he's into lily and like yeah if lily was trying to understand the situation she'd have to like think back to that point which i don't know it just seems weird to me a little bit but whatever in the end lily calls ray her best friend <laughs> and ray's kind of like oh cool <laughs> gotcha. there's a lot going on right now ray she's dealing with a lot of feelings can you like calm your shit it's true but in a way he doesn't get less sad it's just kind of like a, it's almost like a, a finalization for him he's kind of like yeah um, okay well fair enough i like, am your best friend yeah that's and that that is all i am okay yeah and that's i mean it, what more can you do i guess like oh right though right before this though ray kind of calls out robbie for not like Robbie, Robbie's just like, yeah, man, bro, like, things are tense. And he's like, hey, actually, the thing is, you can also get fucked because you didn't tell me as soon as you knew. And I'm like, right, you you don't have like... Yeah, you need to chill you, out, you, you need to like accept the friends you have. You you can't stop pushing everybody away. The the line, though, of Ray telling Robbie, not cool, Robbie. So not cool. You should have told me sooner. That like rings through my psyche for some reason. Like, I feel like that yeah. is that is a part that I'll always remember because... I think even as a child tr- watching that, I was trying to wrap my head around that. Like, oh, like, is it okay for Ray to be mad at Robbie? Like, kind of, but not really. But I think it's his anger is misdirected there. Yeah. But there's just so much of it that it's like, he's like, you know what? I'm mad at you too, because you were part of this, even though you weren't, but you were part of it sooner yeah. than I was part of it. So Re- I'm going to be mad at you. Like, realistically, like, what could have Robbie done? Like, he... Also, this all happened over like twenty four hours. <laughs> Come totally, on, totally, <laughs> totally. It's been it's been like forty eight hours since the kiss. There's a lot of there's a lot of moving parts. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so then, while okay. while Lily and Ray are talking, though, Travis, the creep of the century, is spying on them. <laughs> yeah. And Audrey he's catches watching. them. Which he's like, well, maybe maybe you're the creep then if you're watching me, and it's just like, okay, Travis, calm down. He's so, he's so irrational at this point. He is. This okay. Can I get into this? Can he, I get into this? Please scene? do. And I, I'm. I'm. <laughs> after. Here's what I'll say. After our conversation today, leading up to this point, I'm curious how you feel about all of this. <laughs> but yes, okay, please so, do. Please do. This is a scene that has lived rent free in my brain for the last however many years it's been since the year 2004 when this aired. Sixteen. Thank you. So Travis is all in a huff. Audrey's there trying to talk to him. And he like runs into some some jock fellow and knocks stuff off his tray, off the jock's tray. And the jock's like, you better like pick that up. And Travis is like seething. And Audrey's like, Travis, just pick it up. And so he picks the shit up, puts it back on the tray. And he's like, yeah, maybe you can go grab me one of those little bendy straws too. I like those. And Travis is like, hmm, bendy straw. Yeah, I like those too. And he hits the tray him and the buddy the trays from underneath and this super dramatic and then it's like the song is like i don't know what it and it's like 
this and like they do it again like they replay it and it's him hitting the trays again and it's so aggressive and then this like fight breaks out between him and the guy this scene has replayed in my brain for like years and i think it awoke in something in 10 year old me i don't know why i thought it was i just think it was so hot for some reason and i have no explanation i was just something about him just like just like he was just like I'm dealing with all this other shit right now. I don't need this fucking asshole to come in here and try to belittle me. No, fuck that noise. I'm going to, and like, right. obviously it's, it's, it's a completely overreaction for him to like flip the trays and then they start fighting and then he almost punches Waller, which is also like sick. But anyways, I, I, well, you, you, <laughs> I sent you've... this scene to a couple people today and I was like, this is it. And anyways, now I have it saved in my Snapchat memories forever. <laughs> well, you've uh, you've mentioned this on the show, I think. You alluded to it way back. And, I think uh, I did. I when I saw this, I I kind of We're forgot. Here. I kind of forgot what episode it happened in. But when I was, I did too. I think in my I couldn't remember if Audrey was there or if a future girl on the show was there. I couldn't so. remember either. But when this was happening, I was like, uh oh, Jamie's gonna <laughs> Jamie's gonna have a field day with this one, <laughs> like. <laughs> It's uh, it's I I wrote down that he iconically throws the jocks' lunch trays in the air, which he mm -hmm. he really does. Do you by chance have the song from the episode? Because mm -hmm. I don't know what the song was. Couldn't get it. Tried, but to. it like that that like that's been part of the scene in my brain. Is I know that that was I'll, like the. I'll try yeah. again. I'll try again. There was a song. I tried to I tried to Shazam it, and man, it, the Shazam was not. There's reliable. too much going on. There's too much going on. No. it's kind of annoying. It's but true. Unfortunately, I cannot. If I do find it, I'll put it in the show notes. But um, yeah, no, because at this like, Travis has just lost it basically, and this is him fully losing. He is it. unhinged. He's unhinged. <laughs> he almost punches Waller like, somehow, kind of like Waller. Well, yeah, Waller gets in there to like break up the fight, and it's like, <laughs> like they're just throwing punches. Like maybe yeah. don't insert yourself into that. Like, but one anyways. nice outcome of this is Waller actually is like a he sounds like a human being for once, and he tries to help Travis. Very what? very out of character, but yes, which. Yeah, sure, out of character, but I, I guess. But that I being said, I think he, I think he know like what little he knows about his students, right? I think he knows that this is not like a side of Travis that is. Right, he can tell normal. that something's clearly going. Something's on. going on, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like which is which is nice, and Travis kind of like storms out of the the studio or the office. Sorry. Yeah, and and at this point, he pretty much gives him the old like, if you need to talk about anything, my door's always open, and he's like. Thanks. And he, off he goes. He just dips. And like at this, mm -hmm. like no one has agreed to come back to RFR either at this point. So, yeah. But we do see uh, Lily and Ray outside of the hangout, just hanging out. And Lily says they've been coming there every, every day since they were 10. So I need to make it clear. They've only been going there for four years, <laughs> <laughs> which is, is a decent amount of time. It's not that much. <laughs> but it's not the longest amount of time. When you're, when you're, when you're 14 though. And someone tells you they love you. When I was when I was fourteen, I was like, I remember like me and me and good friend Maggie. We would be like, yeah, we've been friends since we were ten, and it felt like a big That's thing. That's a good point. I, I you know, I, like it's, no, I know what you mean, but it's it's just funny to think about. Like, it is really funny because you think now and it's like four years, like oh six, four years, 20, huh? That's high school. <laughs> twenty sixteen. Good God, that was a lifetime ago. We don't we don't talk. Yeah, I don't. We don't talk about twenty sixteen anymore. <laughs> Probably for the best. Um, um, is this? This is when Robbie's trying okay, to. Hold keep, on. He, no, but hold on. Before Robbie, hold on. We just have to. 
Sorry, I feel like I, I'm I, I can't remember what the order here is. So they, Robbie's like, okay, come on, guys, like let's do the show, and they're like, I don't want to. I think. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I don't want to. Um, Travis and Audrey. <laughs> yeah, have yeah. a conversation. He just talks like he's talking like a crazy person at this point. Like absolutely crazy person, and she's like, Travis, I feel like you don't even like me. This is all too real. This is all too real. And like this is this is why I'm struggling right now Uh-oh. because his reactions to things and and non-reactions for that matter are too real to me from certain situations in my own life with significant others where I'm like I feel like you don't even like me. What what are we doing here? And they're just kind of like I don't know. I just like I don't really know. I don't know. Your your like, attraction to Travis like is first. is starting to concern me now, Jamie. I think we it's might trying need to make to more sense though, isn't it? Isn't it? Well, it mm-hmm. always it always made so. sense. I'm not going to lie, but like <laughs> now <laughs> now I'm starting to wonder maybe we need to like uh take a break. Maybe we need to throw a life of Derek episode in next week and <laughs> i'm just kidding just yay hey man <laughs> but uh i think i need to take a break <laughs> i don't know it's it's funny how that works i mean how would you it's, would you ever think that a re- episode of radio free roscoe would make you reflect on your own life like probably not but it, here we are kyle i've i've mentioned this recently i don't know like maybe on the show but also to you i've been rereading twilight lately and i've realized that there's like i hate this series i hate it and I realized that there's certain things in this stupid vampire dude that I like. There are things I can recognize in 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 people I've been interested in, and I hate it. So like, I think there's a lot of self reflection that I need to be doing now that I'm reverting back to my things I was interested in in my childhood. Like, I just there's a lot there's a lot that has to happen here. But well, you know what? well, just for the listeners like, out there, are you are you are we Team Edward or Team Jacob? Uh, I'm Team none of them, and also Bella's like more born in paper so i don't know why either of them are interested in her i'm team none of them um i just like when they're wolves i think the wolves are cool like when they yeah like when they're wolves. in full work yeah that's <laughs> yeah. you're right jacob as a person though shitty dude yeah I so don't it doesn't ch- matter man taylor lautner what a man went down taylor lautner he's okay jacob black well i'm not more a good of, dude more of a shark boy kind of guy mm-hmm. anyhow <laughs> Anyhow, let's Anyhow. get back to this. So Robbie wants to keep the old band together. It's not working out. Uh, Travis and Audrey are having the world's most awkward conversation. Like Audrey <laughs> is trying her best to hold things together, but like, poor, Travis, like seriously, poor Audrey here. <laughs> <But> like, <laughs> she's just like, any give me anything. Travis is just honestly being a piece of shit at this point. He literally calls 100%. literally calls her stupid as she's trying to like do the best she can. Yeah. And yep. then, and then, yeah, then they break up. Travis and Audrey officially yep. break up. She walks out on him, and he's just she. They, their relationship lasted a whole three episodes of her being involved. Yeah. R.I.P. Too bad. Audrey was. I. I mean, she didn't deserve it. That was that was rough. Oh, like, not she, at all. Not at all. Like, yeah. do you, I don't remember at all if she if she's back in the show. I want her to be, but part of me thinks uh, she might not. Be. From, no, she does. She comes back because um, she comes back, and her and Lily. Like they 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 I don't I don't remember if they fix things but they at least discuss things uh, because okay, okay well we'll we'll get there because yeah I'm excited about that because yeah, because because after this all happens Audrey goes to Lily's house oh and is like hey me and Travis broke up and Lily's like oh I'm so I'm so sorry to hear <laughs> yeah and like fucking Lily's just being the worst and well lily tries to explain the situation but like it's clearly like yeah. she's in the wrong there's no way she can totally. like, properly explain it 
And yeah. And Audrey just basically says she's gonna forget about her because Lily forgot about her, which is oh so good. Very the Hills esque, I would say. <laughs> oh my god, Lily, she's like it's like nothing else existed in that moment. I just, I just, I just forgot about you. And Audrey, wow. Audrey goes, then I'm gonna forget about you. I mean, at least Lily was <laughs> honest. Was like, at least she was honest, okay. I guess. <laughs> like clearly, that was the situation. So pretty pretty harsh um at this point robbie's at the studio he's on air and he accidentally says that the rest of the gang is quit and everyone hears him and one caller calls in and he basically forces them off the like the <laughs> line and waller and kim are Shailene's over- not here and neither is pronto and <laughs> yeah. neither is smog it's oh just me <laughs> and, and waller, like, waller and kim are hearing all of this and they're so stoked and yeah she and they decide they want to try and get question mark onto cougar radio which she totally. also says that she admits that question mark is good at what he does and that he'll appeal to the alternative crowd, mm. which I thought was pretty hilarious. Sure. And that's kind of, that's kind of the, I guess the B plot that goes in for the rest of this episode where Kim and Waller want to get question mark onto Cougar radio. Of course, question mark is Robbie. Robbie and Kim are a thing and there's more drama everywhere you turn around. And meanwhile, oh yeah. I the- am question mark 2.0. Okay. Yeah. And then, like she Travis goes to Travis goes to Waller and says he wants to take pictures for the Oracle, which might be a call out to the show The Dark Oracle happening at the same time. I don't know. Which starred um what's her face? Ray's ex girlfriend. <laughs> and yes. so there's all these different moving parts. Like Travis is over here trying to get into the, like do a different job. Robbie might go to Cougar Radio. Lily does isn't friends with Audrey. Ray is just broken. <laughs> He has no feelings at this point. Shit's hit the fan. And, you know, as uh, Robbie is potentially, you know, about to go and end RFR forever and actu- mm-hmm. actually for Robbie's once. straight up, he's like, he's like, yep, gonna go. And I'm like, I, I was like, there's like, there just really aren't any upsides to Robbie coming out as question mark. Because if he, he shows up and is like, cause I, I feel like Kim's going to be like, I can't believe you've been lying to me this whole time. You yourself as question mark has, has fucking ripped me a new one on your show before, exactly. you know, like it, like, there's not really any, like, it's not going to be like a ha ha, like fooled ya. Like it's been me the whole time. Like she's going to be upset. Oh, there's. There's no way. Like, there's... Like, yeah. There's zero, zero upside. He's completely looking in rose-colored glasses, being like, I'm going to spend time with Kim. Like, Kim's going to real... Like, I don't know, though. Actually, wait. Then again, Kim is kind of complex. Kim would maybe potentially be into it, because the only... Th- like, Robbie has lied to her about the identity of question mark, but she might understand it? I don't know, but maybe that's very optimistic. But otherwise, like, I don't think Waller would allow it. Like... No, I feel like Waller would be like... It's been you this whole time. Tension forever or something dumb yeah, like that, you some know? some bullshit. But luckily that does not happen because as Robbie's about to roll into the studio, Travis somehow hacks into the radio frequency of Oh my god, Cougar I was radio. like, so he, so it's just like the first episode and I'm like, so does he just carry, he just carries the, a transmitter around? That's yes, what he does? Yes, okay. he does, yeah. Sure. Everything okay. is, everything. That's, in, that's what he carries around in his messenger bag. That's all it is. Everything works out for Travis. So... <laughs> So he he kind of interrupts the segment and he I don't know because Kim announces she's like we're like RFR's very own question mark is coming a Cougar Radio like yeah. we got him and Travis is like we don't want that so he gets onto the takes over the radio waves or whatever and is like RFR is about this this and this and like blah 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 and just pretty much just like reminds them all 
what oh. why they started Radio Free Roscoe to begin with because Ray and Lily hear this too because they're also in the school that because is time so doesn't funny. exist. Because Lily goes, she says, "Oh man, you know, I miss RFR. It's been two days, and she like yeah, <laughs> as if as yes, if it's yeah. been like that long, but mm-hmm. it does get things rolling. And instead of Robbie rolling into Cougar Radio to take his place as the new host, he mm-hmm. rolls in like a full like alpha, I guess, and he mm-hmm. just kisses Kim on Cougar Radio live, which was yeah. fucking sick to be honest. And like everyone in the hallway starts crowding. Somehow they didn't do this the last time he kissed her in the Cougar Radio booth, but this time, my God, they were paying attention. It's just different. It was just different. So <laughs> the gang goes back to the hideout, or not really the yeah. gang, sorry, Rob- just Robbie does. Yeah. And Robbie he goes to start a new episode alone. And as he's starting things off, Smog returns. And next thing you know, Shady Lane and Pronto appear. I honestly, I really like that where he's like, Smog. And he's like, actually, I'm Smog, if you don't mind. And I was like, good one, Travis. Sick. I know. That was actually kind of cute. <laughs> that was kind of cute, right? Like, all like the, I'm like, the band's getting back together. Yeah. And things are getting back to normal, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And so they have a yeah. show. After the show, though, like, Robbie, Robbie tells Ray that Lily likes him, like, a lot. They go, they go, like, Robbie and Ray are, like, outside the hangout, which I was like, Wow, they just left Lily and Travis alone down there yeah. after all this. Like Smart. that's shocking to me. Like, like if like now it would make sense for Ray to be acting like he did initially, being like, "Yeah, I'm not actually letting the two of you out of my sight." <laughs> not great, but like still a yeah. little more justified. But no, they're just like, "Bye." Yeah, that's true. So Ray, he's like, he's like, Robbie, I don't want you. If you have any more secrets, I don't want to know. I don't want to know them ever again. Just keep them to yourself. And Ray's like, and Robbie's like, what if it's like a good one though, like a good secret? And Ray's like, well, I don't, I don't know. Like maybe why? Like what is it? And he's like, dude, Lily likes you. Oh my like, God. likes you, man. And Ray's like, what do you mean? What are you talking about? She just told me that I'm her best friend. Oh. And he's like, nah, dude, Lily Insane. likes you. So Ray's like, I gotta go. I gotta go see her. And then Robbie's like, hey, maybe like, maybe yeah, calm down. Like, let's take it easy. And he's like, no, I just want to, I just want to go look at her. I just want to see if she looks different Creepy now that I like, hell. no. And it's like, Ray, you're fucking weird. But okay. So then he heads down to go check out the hangout. Meanwhile, Travis oh. and Lily are like, whew, glad that's behind us. That was dumb. We'll just get past this now, right? Right? And they're sitting on this. This scene is so vivid in my brain. They're, they're sitting on that couch in front of the window. And they're just like, yeah, we're going to like, we'll move on, right? Like there's nothing between us. And then they start leaning in to kiss again. And then... It just shows it's the shot of the door of Ray. Like Ray comes down behind them and like goes to open the door and then the episode ends. So you don't know if they kiss and you don't know if Ray sees them. This episode, it's I remember this is, this is the most iconic. Oh my god, I remember after watching this episode and calling my friend Lindsay, because we called each other after every new RFR episode. I swear to God, there was like a new episode every Sunday. Sunday sounds, night. I think it's Sunday. Yeah, yeah. You know, and like, and so we'd we'd call each other on our home phones, and we were like, "Oh my God, did they kiss? Did they, oh my God!" <laughs> like it was so dramatic. We talked about it all week at school. The following Sunday, we tune in to Radio Free Roscoe, ready to ready to see if they kiss, if Ray sees them kiss, what happens. But alas, that was the end of the season, and there was no new episode and the had, following Sunday. We had Sunday. to wait and wait and wait. I remember this too. Like we had to wait forever because this was March that this ended, and the yeah. next season didn't air till August. Fucked up. 
fucked up. That's like, like that's almost my like, tiny child brain could not comprehend. That's way too many months. Like, I think, I think we had this discussion, Jamie, when we were actually talking about starting the show. How important yeah. this particular cliffhanger yeah. was. Because, oh my god, it like I ruined rem- me. I remember having a very very similar <laughs> thing with a friend of mine on the phone talking about this episode because i was like holy shit and there was like a stir about it at school the next day like i remember people were like, See, like talking i don't remember talking it. to other kids about this but i know me and Lindsay, we were we were passionate well I, i'm not going to tell you like everybody was whispering in the halls about it but i definitely remember like some people in my class had seen it too yeah. and were like talking about it. like this definitely well for one it made me realize that like the show was like at least somewhat popular at the time and at, th- at the same time made me think like oh man like what's gonna happen like so many theories we were all like wondering like oh my god like what geez like yeah exactly like how old are we 10 something like that like we were like turning 10 that year (laughs) like we were small we would have been in like grade four this is a lot of drama for for nine nine year olds this is a lot going on and yeah i don't know i just man yeah i had a very lengthy phone conversation with my friend talking about the events that took place and what the hell was going to happen to the show and it, yeah. it, it concludes almost like a series finale in a way, like besides that specific cliffhanger. Like it's honestly such a good season finale. Like it, it is. It is. Oh, yeah. it, it cleans things so up. Good. It cleans things up from the mm-hmm. last couple episodes. It like confronts them, yeah. you know, but at the same time, it's like surprisingly mature in some ways. Like the writing in mm-hmm. these last three episodes have been really good. Like the complexity yeah. of Travis, like, you know, just everything he's been doing like there's a lot to like kind of digest there ray too like all of them if anything lily might be the least like developed over these last three episodes but even then she's entangled in a lot of stuff going on like Mm -hmm. well yeah it's like her feelings for ray her feelings for like audrey being her her only girlfriend outside of the you know outside of the guys like yeah yeah and then these these new newly realized feelings for travis obviously right so but then also like there's a but then also trying to deal with the feelings that she still has for ray kind of like the whole thing yeah exactly like oh my god like poor girl is gonna explode with all these feelings like yeah man this is could not could not even imagine this like cliffhanger this might have been honestly the first cliffhanger i've ever seen like to be honest like (laughs) yeah like i remember just no i agree patiently waiting and i remember the soul crushing moment of watching next week's episode and it was a rerun of like the first episode or something like that and just being like fuck off (laughs) and like you had no concept of seasons of shows at that point right like we were young enough that it like yeah that's true you know i wasn't i wasn't really watching anything weekly at that point otherwise well i remember being bummed out and trying to watch dragon ball z to see what happened the next week and then it was like some fucking different episode i to this day i just i just stopped watching dragon ball z never went back got so confused (laughs) but but never with an actual like uh, dedicated show like this because up until this point yeah. I watched every Sunday and the show's not super mm-hmm. like uh, part heavy so if I missed one Sunday it wasn't that big of a deal like yeah you know like there's obviously a couple like two parters here and there but and even yeah. this this one, was the f- this was the first like well uh, this is the first time you kind of like don't want to miss any of the episodes in like a certain order totally and it's not even in like because ep- if you watched like if if you watched like the the what episode that was like like the third like the start of the three-parter and then if you miss the middle one and then caught oh the last God. one good luck you are like you, you fucked <laughs> oh man this was like these I, all four of these episodes were bangers these were all really good episodes so good so good yeah mm-hmm. I, I would say overall i think i 
I think the second season was better than the first. I think so. Like I, I, think I, so, I know there was like notably one or two episodes, or maybe even just one that we found pretty boring. Mm-hmm. But beyond but that, otherwise, it's like, like yeah. Totally. I love the use of characters. I love the like we we have a bit more of overarching stories now. Like it just like the Kim thing, like the Kim and Robbie thing is kind of like in the background the whole time. Kind of the Ray and Lily thing has been definitely like in the background the whole time. Like this oh, like yeah. Travis and Lily thing kind of came kind of came out of nowhere, but or at least it like it didn't come out of nowhere, but it like it like intensified very yeah. suddenly. They tried you know? to they tried to make an effort to like have that develop slowly. Like it's mm-hmm. it's there, like, not yeah. super noticeable, but it's there. Yeah. Oh no, this this was wild. And I mean, we can congratulations, Jamie. We're halfway done Radio Free Roscoe. We only have two more seasons. Pretty that makes me sad, but also really excited because these last two seasons, I remember less than the first two seasons. I so. do too. I think. It's... I think we're gonna watch it, and I'm gonna be like, oh no, I remembered every single part of this. Well, we haven't even but seen no, the. I... We haven't even seen the Pettit Project yet, so things are. <laughs> things are coming um, the petite project the petite project yes uh is there um is there anything else you want to mention about i guess any of these episodes or this last one i guess or i don't know man like these episodes got me feeling something so like yeah we really, i feel like i need <laughs> we went on a roller coaster this time we went all I, need over the to, I need to like we yelled at each other i think we virtually cried there i was, think we did these episodes really brought the best and worst out of us I think next episode you should try and start it on your own and pretend that I left. Right. Angrily. And, and then like, oh, and, like man, I'll, I, I'll join back. I can't believe I'll she quit. Join in after. <laughs> and um, I'll be like, nah, man, I'd never, I'd never leave you in the dust like that. Okay. Well, you're my best friend. We'll, uh, we'll try to we'll start incorporating bits like that starting next episode. <laughs> we'll do our best. Um, but yeah, I think, uh, I think that kind of does it for today's episode. If you want to get a hold of us, you can reach us at my teen angst as a podcast at gmail.com, or you can reach, reach us at my teen angst pod on Twitter and Instagram. It's both my teen angst pod on both those platforms. Um, and if you listen to this on iTunes or anything that you prefer to listen to, please rate us and give us a review. Mm-hmm. If you want to, that would really help us out. Justin, uh, in just, uh, we didn't we didn't mention at the beginning of the episode because we were ready to dive in. We did have a response on Twitter to our last episode, right? But right. it was really specific. Our good friend, friend of the podcast, Jane Harder. We discussed my my surprise, my fake surprise fifteenth birthday, um, and how whatever I had this party or whatever, and Kyle was there. Um, Jane dug into her old Nexopia account and found a picture of Kyle and Jane on the swings at the park yes. from that birthday party so thank you james um that was did we that was amazing so you should if you follow us on twitter you should be able to see that so thank you jane mm-hmm. for doing that that is awesome and yeah. i think i figured out how to do a retweet and i retweeted that so i'm proud of myself you did i saw you you retweeted it yeah. and i was i was shocked yeah. i got a little notification <laughs> and i'm like oh you did it well i i do i, I try every now and then um so <laughs> thanks a lot we appreciate it yeah i mean surprise birthday parties and exopia both very relatable to last episode so that's sick <laughs> um yeah, and if you guys want, yeah, feel free to contact us however you'd like or give us suggestions for what you might want us to cover on the show in the future. We have some ideas that we've been mentioning, but we'd love some uh, just, I don't know, listener feedback in that regard. Yeah. Are you um, Team Ray or Team Travis? You let us know if you're Team Ray or Team <laughs> Travis. Um, that is, we'll see how that develops over time. 
Um, one last thing I'll say uh, is if you like our theme song that is done by the one and only Drew Fitzgerald, who also produces or helps produce these episodes every week. He's kind of an audio wizard and helps me with that shit. So shout out to Drew for that. You can reach him at voyagerstudios.bandcamp.com if you like what you hear. That's been it. Thank you so much. My name is Kyle. And I'm Jamie. Thanks so much, guys. And we'll see you next week.